Stream PC UK. Why, hello everybody, and welcome to episode 163 of Extreme PC UK podcast. Today is the 26th of May 2022. I'm your host, Nick, also known as Extreme PC UK. And today on the show, we have. Great Gamer 25. We're on our way to 200 shows. It'll be there before you know it. Thanks for the bits, Commander. And today we also have. We have a newbie, Ross, who we met at Insomnia, but I'll let him introduce himself. Hi guys, my name's Ross, also known as Ross Light. You can find me on twitch.tv forward slash Ross Light and also YouTube, also Instagram, Twitter, and all the other beautiful places He's you want everywhere. to try and find me. Yeah. <laughs> um, right, one thing I'm going to say straight off the bat is Creature, is I spent half an hour just now making sure that these pop-ups don't actually work. And the literally, no no lie, the minute it went live, they started working again. I had them fixed, I'm telling you. <laughs> I had these fixed. I can't believe it. What is going so there's on something here? Going, there's something when you go live that's just not, not doing it. It's so annoying. Something's, tri something's triggering when you go live. We'll figure it out one day. Sir. Well, it's funny because I literally, I put a new sound uh, thing in the mixer so that I could turn it down. And what does it go and do? It disappears. And it came back on its own. <laughs> Unbelievable. Right. So we're going to get like noise after noise after noise yet again on a podcast. I'm going to have to try and go in and fix it. You are. Let's go random sound. Yeah, well, that's because we're not listening to the. Right. Tell us what you lot have been doing for the week whilst I go in and turn stuff down. So basically, Ross, you're everything that Gray is not. So you're everywhere and Gray is nowhere on social media. So. That's right. Nowhere Indeed. in social media. Well, if you have to, if you're trying to grow, you have to be everywhere and anywhere. I'm just putting yeah. up links here, there, I've, left, right, and center. I've done such amazing stuff in my life that I don't need to grow anymore. Oh, great! I've heard some of your stories and like the stuff you've done seems amazing. Lots of stuff. I'm doing my hardest, people, to try and mute these right now. They're gonna keep coming until we mute them. We'll have, we'll have more stories on the Entertainment Talk event, which is this Sunday at 8 p.m. on uh, our Discord here. And so that not... people was a shameless plug, but okay. Yes, <laughs> and you are, you uh, would have to have the link to our Discord, which Nick will put in when he can, because he has a button yeah. on the stream deck for it. The Entertainment Talk mm -hmm. is going to be amazing, because I am also going to be part of that as well, if you are wanting to come yep. on 8 o'clock on Sunday evening to come and talk right. about different entertainment to topics. Yep. Topic. We'll Great. be in the green Remember? room. I did warn you about one thing that could potentially trigger me very I hard. know, I know. Uh, right. Uh, right, right, right. Well, well, you'll be, say, you'll, alcohol you'll be watching, cheers for tomorrow. the sub. Really appreciate it. Four months. Mystic Dude, cheers for the sub. 23 months, really appreciate it. I think I've turned the sounds off. Um, love you, mate. Love you. You, you think? You sure? <laughs> I said to these lot, don't come up here. I'm about to start my stream. <laughs> uh, see, you know mine's like asleep now, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, I'm live, by the way. Huh? My God, it's like I feel like that news reporter. You know the one where the... <laughs> uh, you got caught. You got caught. You got caught. You make it to go to bed. Love you, man. Right, tell Leo I'm, I'm doing the podcast now. Go. Right. Sorry, everybody that's listening. Um, my kids is getting someone else that are up later, and they've just terrorised me and just popped up from behind me. Right. Let's crack on with this podcast. I think I've managed to stop the sounds as Creature keeps putting his one bitty bitty in there um, to try and 
get us with sounds. He's trying to kill us with sounds. Right, I don't know what so, you lot have been talking about. I was focused on that. I, and then the I noticed some tearing in. I noticed somebody subscribed for 38 months in a row. Yeah. Oh, great. You subscribed for 38 months. Cheers, man. Cheers. We got the hype train. The hype train's going. Oh, Let's wow. See if we can do it. Hype train. Personal identification. Why is that one coming through now? Which one? The one bit? Anyone listening back to this, I'm sorry, man. I did try and fix it this time around, and it just came back. Right. Those who do a download of this, we're not crazy Yo. three weeks in a row with this. We're <laughs> three weeks we're in trying. a row. We're trying. We're trying. I'm going to be honest. I have been super busy over the last week. I haven't even managed to get streaming. So I hope you all still love me and still want to come watch my streams. Like, I literally haven't streamed for a week because I've been so, so busy. Um, and I've got loads of news and stuff to talk about as well, about different things. Right, I've muted it all. I've muted it all. Right. <laughs> Hype train. Here it goes. Ross, man, did you just gift five subs? Yeah, it was on Hype Prey 1. It was so close to 2, so I thought I'd pop it oh, over the cheers, edge. Oh, cheers, dude. Cheers, dude. So, yeah, nice. Just R2K, welcome in, dude. It's a good friend of mine. You're right. Uh, Banging You're right. Beard, nice. Dr. Death, uh, Arthur, and Be Doomed. You've all got a sub. Thank you to Ross there. Cheers, Ross. Ross is the man. Appreciate it, man. Appreciate that. Appreciate that, man. Um, right. I'm like, everything's going willy-nilly over here. Like, I've got buttons to pressing left, right, and center. They're all going out of control. Man madness right let's get down to this we're going to start with uh, a couple of announcements and then we're going to get into some news so basically um we've been doing red dwarf night what season are we up to now season two season two episode two no we're going to be in episode three we saw one and two all uh, right one and two. if anyone likes red dwarf um i'll tell you what it's a pretty cool night ross you've been joining us on the night now as well haven't you yeah, it's been fantastic. Uh, Red Dwarf Night's quite chill because you've Nick's got the full DVD collection. It's not being streamed, so you get to see behind the scenes things like deleted scenes and things have actually cut from the live show. So you don't actually just get to see the Red Dwarf uh, series. Yeah. You get to see the behind the scenes as well. Yeah, no, it's pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool. Now Trub's just subscribed. I appreciate that sub. 22 months. Um, wow, it's going crazy. I know I haven't streamed for a week, but man, I'm glad you still love me. Thought I was out the level door. Level three hype train. That'll tell you how much I love you. Level three hype too. train. You love me lots. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. you all too. <laughs> 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 right now, now, don't go soft, Dennis. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's Red Dwarf Night. That's every Tuesday. Um, and it was quite funny because this Tuesday, I forgot to turn up. Grey texted me at ten know. past eight, and he's like, "Nick, ain't it pod? Ain't it thingy night tonight?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, it is. question mark." He's like, "Why are you not in the room? I've been in the room for ten minutes." I was like, "Oh my god, I forgot!" And I come running like to get everybody in. I think train spotting Trevi missed it because he he thought he went on because I didn't turn up. Uh, cheers for them bits, uh, creature. Really appreciate that. Um, right, let's get into a few bits. The first thing I wanted to talk about is we've got a new stream team. I spoke about it last time. Um, if anyone's intested, in I can't get my words out today, man. <laughs> intestines. Yeah, if anyone's intestines. <laughs> if anyone's interested, um, we've got a stream team now. The stream team, I'm going to be honest, it's going to be focused on the community. So anyone in the stream team will need to be an active member of our community. The rules are like you have to be there a month and then you have to continue to be in our chat, chatting and getting involved. Um, which I think is fair enough because I want it to be a place where anyone that's part of our community and is a streamer, it, it gives our community, like, how would I explain it? If one person's not streaming, the other one is, but it's, it's people and faces that you see regularly in the Extreme Peace UK world. So 
that's what I'm going to do. If anyone would like to get, and there's an application form, if anyone wants to apply, um, just drop me a DM on uh, Discord or just go to extremepcuk.co.uk um, and then you can literally click um, the Discord and then you can just directly send me a message. Uh, Ross is on there. He's been streaming. He was... Yeah, it's fantastic on the stream team and it gives me, if you want to get part of the stream team, I would highly recommend it because it gives you more opportunities to contact and get in uh, touch with other streamers who you might not do otherwise because I know it's a long, lonely road streaming and it's kind of difficult to find people who are familiar. And with this being more community bases, you can actually talk to the people face to face. And they're not just faceless people off in the distance. You can actually be like, hey, how are you doing? Yeah. And stuff like that. Because yeah, you're pretty new to our um, community. Um, and you've jumped in, and you've jumped in into the rooms. Uh, how how is it for you being new to our community? Because uh, we, I think we've got a very unique community. Everybody's so friendly and nice. Not most communities have always got toxic people, but we've got no toxic yeah. people in our. There's nearly 800 people in our Discord, and I haven't seen any toxic people. And if they have, they've we been kicked straight away. Um, we are non-toxic. Yeah, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what I've seen of your community so far it is amazingly. Everyone in the morning says, "Good morning, how you doing? I've got this to eat. I've, I'm doing this today." <laughs> and everyone seems like they're willing and happy to chat. Um, you've got what I really love about your your server is you've got a lurker role. So if people just come into your server and just don't chat, which is perfectly fine, yeah. they just get a lurker role. But yeah. you've got it so there's different levels in terms of how people chat and how more interactive they are. Yeah. Which is, I find quite interesting. Yeah, well, actually. I did that so that basically, if you talk more in the server, in the Discord, uh, you'll get points every time you talk. And you can't just spam words. It's not going to work like that. It only recalls every minute and every message. So if you keep putting the same message in, that won't work either. But um, yeah, what it does is it counts how many people are talking and how regular, and then it will give you points towards them chats. And then, so basically now I know, like if you if you sub or if you Discord sub, you get straight to the top. And obviously, if you Discord sub or sub to me anyway, then obviously you're someone that wants to be interested in the community, so you're at the top anyway. But for all the people, when you come in, you get a lurker role. only takes about 10 messages to get out of that lurker role. So obviously, if you're in the lurker role, you've not really spoken our Discord. And what happens is you go up different levels. So say I was going to start uh, a tournament off or something. I can see on the right-hand side who's the most chatters by color order and by the height they are up the top. And then what I can do is go, oh, right, right, all the reds, all the blues, all of them people, they're, they're highly involved. Um, and it sort of helps you out a bit, you know, to find out who's actually involved and who's not. That's pretty cool. Um, right, let's move on anyway. Stream team, like I said, anyone can do an application and send it in. You might get it, you might not. It depends how we feel about if you want to be part of the community and stuff like that. Um, right, next I wanted to talk uh, for my news was about the um, Elite update. Now, Gray, you was watching this. What did you think about this Elite update? Why tell my kids uh, to be quiet? There's only one thing that I'm going to enjoy, which you know as well as I do. I don't understand why they never had. But basically, when you're captain of your fleet carrier, you have this nice interiors that they just put out. It's beautiful. And you go sit in your command chair, and the command panel moves over by itself in front of you, and you look at it to give an order, and it doesn't work. <laughs> it just it never really bothered me, though, that. But it's I can just see natural. why people are bothered by it because it's the way they've done it. You've got the captain's chair with all the glass windows, and then it's like you get, you spend all this time sitting in your chair, and then the computer not, like naturally it all electronically comes round in front of you, but then you can't press the button on it. Can't do a damn thing. So everybody started going nuts, going like, "You must be kidding!" 
We can't even do a jump on our, our fleet carry. We have to run into the ready room to make a jump and come back again. Yeah. So it's like, huh? So they're going to have that now. We can do everything we want from the panel as captain of your <laughs> fleet carrier. Uh, the, is, the other I do thing feel, is, hold on a minute. I do feel like they've come out with this update with a few little update changes and optimizations. They didn't say much about what their big update's going to be. Um, they never do. But I feel like it's such a minor thing. The, the next thing, like you, I think you was about to say, was the bartender. This is Gray's mm. favorite one because there's, you can go to the bar and sit at the bar, but you can't actually buy a drink. So you're just sitting there doing nothing, and the bar man's just staring at you. But apparently they're now fixing that. But I don't know if it means I, you get I, beer. I don't know about that because I listened back to the stream, and they didn't say that. They didn't say that that was going to happen. What they said was is that in your seat, you don't have to go to the bar. You'll be able to to access the trading menu with the bartender from your seat instead of sitting at the bar. Oh right! So, so they you still didn't can't say get a about beer. being able to. Apparently, you still can't get a drink, <laughs> even though if you look really close when you go up to the bartender to, to chat with him or whatever, above his head is a little picture of a mixed cocktail drink, right above his head, <laughs> and yet you and yet you can't access. But that what would you like to see? Would you like to be able to drink that drink? I want anything. Like You'd order probably whiskey, do that a once, beer, and then never do it ever again. I think Grace just wants the universe to be more alive, so. No, but it's just the immersiveness. How do you not go to a bar and you, you can't even order a drink? Yeah. More <laughs> alcohol in the universe is needed. Yeah. Exactly. It's like the, the the pub. The pub seems like pretty like stagnant and a bit dead. Like if people were dancing around or just moving around or yeah. like maybe exactly. someone would walk through or something, you know? Well, the other thing that people want, I don't know if they'll do it one day, but when you're, again, captain of your, your fleet uh, carrier, there's a guard that stands out this special elevator that brings the captain up to his uh, his level. The guard sits there and stands, doesn't do a damn thing. You can walk up there and point at him. You can salute to him. You can do all these things. He just goes, <laughs> he doesn't do anything. Yeah. And then your crew right below you, you can walk down there and next to them and wave your hands, try to hit him or something, and they just sit there and ignore you. So what would you like to see them? Just give you a salute or something? salute say hi captain how was your day captain 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 on the bridge it couldn't Anything. be that it couldn't be that hard for them so like they have a perimeter from where the person's standing and if you enter that circle like his invisible circle then they just go like that or something exactly like, you know it this is not a hard thing to program it's one of the simplest things you can do and yet they don't do it so these idiots that run my fleet carrier don't even know i'm there what i've got a question because they said basically they're going to be doing more of a narrative like a narrative going forward what do you think they're going to do i reckon first it's going to be fargoids on the floor like as in having uh first person on the ground shooting. you mean yeah. yeah yeah but what what would you like to see i would definitely like to see thargoids on the ground i think that'd be interesting we all know they're in space. They've been there for a while, and people off uh, the anti-Zeno people are always going after them and shooting them out of the sky. And, yeah, and I whatnot. was listening to a few conversations about this, and what a lot of people are wanting to see is them not actually mention that they're bringing an update out. Leave it, mm. bring the update out, but secretly without telling anyone. So you get an update, but you don't know what it is, and they say it's optimizations and that. But then when you go to a ground station and you're like going around looting it, all of a sudden you get like an eerie sound. Of you like see a, a thargoid <laughs> and then obviously a fargoid just comes out and you're like what is that that would be cool to do something you know? mysterious well they're doing this this whole azimuth saga which i've only kept track of in the in the storylines and i don't really go and look for things but 
Uh, and it's pretty interesting. But even people are getting tired of that now. They're sitting there going, like, we love, we like the lore. You guys write some good lore, but it's just getting boring now. Do something that we can all share in instead of just yeah. reading stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, or whatever. Well, I don't know, I'm, I'm I really mean, hoping that they bring something else in because I love the game and we've been playing it nonstop back to back. We've we've got really far in the, the BGS, which is all the background simulation that. And if anyone ever wants to play, you're more than welcome to come and join our crew. Um, so we've done all that. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We just have to see what happens with it. But I'm, I'm really excited to see what they come in. And I hope they bring in some more BGS stuff like we can start. I really want to be able to spread across the galaxy and not just get stuck. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Right, let's move on. Next bit of um, news I've got is... Uh, and and cheers cheers for that sub, uh, Whitey. I really appreciate that, man. 11 months. Um, but yeah, so... Claxon uh, just mentioned... Oh, look at the gear in the back there, Nick. Um You'll notice I've got two big yellow, bright yellow boxes. Um, the guys over at Height, the really nice people there, they decided to send me over a Revolt Free case and some HG10 Eclipse wireless headphones. What I'll be doing is I'll be unboxing them and like I do with all my bits and pieces I get, I'll do a Discord night one night where I'll put a, an event up. It could pop up that morning. And then what I'll do is I'll just sit at my desk, take it apart, strip it down, have a look at it um let everybody see ask questions and work out some ideas then i'll do a youtube video on it of what it's like stripping it down um, and then i'll go forward and build something in it at some point um but for anybody out there take a look at the revolt free from height let me know any ideas um, this is going to be a themed build i don't know what i'm going to do yet so i'm looking for ideas um so feel free to give me some ideas and as we go forward i'll talk about it on the podcast over the coming weeks what we're going to do there but if anyone's got any questions about that, feel free to put them in, and uh, I'll do my best to answer them right now. Um, Revolt free, maybe something with electricity in terms of like blue lightning, maybe something like force hammer or something like that. Yeah, see the thing is, I've got like a unique style where like a lot of people like to build PCs where they do that sort of they add stuff to it and they make it look like a certain theme. For me, I tend to normally try and keep it like sleek looking, um, but do something with what's inside. So like something different. And I can't really say what I've got a plan of at the moment. But if people give me color schemes and stuff like that, I'll try and fit it into it. Like you say, like Thor's Hammer, I could go down that route. Now, two things I started with. My daughter, I was thinking about building it and using it for one of her computers. So I said to her, what theme would you like if you could have your computer? Because I'm meant to be building her computer soon. I said, what theme do you like? She went, horses. My little pony. <laughs> and I was like, what do you want me to do? Paint it brown and put like brown hair on it, horse hair. So yeah, I was like, like a mane. You know, you have like a mane or have whatever. Have a mane like going a down the back of it. Yeah. Have all well, leather straps whole... around it. But you got to have a lot of glitter on it and it's got to be pink and it has to be a unicorn. <laughs> no, she's not into unicorns. <laughs> oh, okay. That face is gone. All right. Now it's horses. Um, but yeah, like ideas, ideas are always welcome. I've got a few ideas myself what I might do, um, but I'm just waiting on other parts to see what's going to come in and uh, see who's involved. If any companies out there would like to get their parts into this build, let me know. You can just hit me up. Um, just go to Extreme PC UK, and you'll find me there. And if I get some parts, I'll put them in. Right, Gray, what's your news, dude? Oh, I've got a couple of little things. Uh, start off with the if everybody was hoping on the. Marvel MMO that they were talking about, uh, gosh, for a long time. Guess what? It's gone. Never coming. It's good been canceled. Riddance. What? <laughs> so, uh, white yep. hands so, say good riddance. 
because <laughs> that game was a failure from day one, infested with microtransactions apparently, and the last update I think they were talking about NFTs. So, yeah. Let's go, go NFTs. Uh, <laughs> look, we got we got a war going on. So Ross likes the NFTs and Hans doesn't. Let's talk oh, about no. this. I want the NFTs as far away possible from gaming. I mean, I don't even want them near gaming. I don't want them in games. Shoot, go away. Never. <laughs> I I kind of understand why you don't want them in gaming, but at the same time, you got to think it could be customizable um, mods that you could add to your game that you 100% own in terms of like no one else can actually take that not even the game creators themselves and basically use it anywhere else if you nft something it basically means it's yours you own that it's on the blockchain and if someone copies it yeah they can copy it a thousand times over but you know and the blockchain knows that it's yours and you can track it if you could see hands right now, he's got two fingers <laughs> rubbing his forehead. <laughs> see, I'm all up for stuff like that, but I, I think not... it's about how it's implemented and what it's all for. So firstly, yeah. is it implemented into a game where, like how you used to get loot boxes, you now earn an NFT? Ooh, I think that'd be a terrible you, idea. You do how, know. How is it implemented NFT. into the game? That's what I'm asking. I think the implementation of it has to be in terms of the kind of like how you get Steam Workshop toolkits. Like it has to be in terms of like you can mod stuff, like you can make textures different and stuff like that, and you can make it to things that you own. But so are you, implementation. What about this? You're playing The Sims Four. You build a house. You put a picture on the wall, and then you import your picture into the game, and then you sell it to someone. That's basically. Ooh. That is basically an NFT. The, the problem is, we do know that the likes of EA and Ubisoft and other companies are going to monetize the hell out of that one, you know? It's free money yeah. again, isn't it? it, it it's, 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 oh, the yeah. the it's, it's the same as Bitcoin. It's a loot box to come up with another way to make money for again. free. It's, yeah, EA oh, is just poison. I, I won't disagree with <laughs> you there. EA is anything they... T- like Anthem. That was supposed to be the next game of the century. Oh, yeah. Died instantly. <laughs> it was. It, that's it, it. Was the next game of the century that because it died so quickly. So <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing in Anthem. So yeah. yeah well, the thing that, that I I kind of agree in some ways with Nick because the problem is is that when NFTs were introduced, it was just something interesting. Now everybody is out there trying to do it, and a lot of them out there are, are crap. Yeah. yeah there's a lot yeah. of crap I don't get. There. Uh, and just want to say quickly, Lord, cheers for that sub. Uh, Sixteen months. Really appreciate that, dude. Um. What I don't get is, is why. Like, if it was something like a piece of art, um, I don't understand. Which they do. Yeah, yeah, but I don't understand why you would want it. You own the rights to it, but anyone can have a copy of it. Now, if it's digital, it looks exactly the same anyway. So why would anyone want to buy the original from you when they can just have a copy and have it anyway? It's like saying, why would anyone want to own the original Mona Lisa? It's prestige in a way um not really because uh, the mona lisa original probably took hundreds of hours to paint and it was a proper piece of art and it was really really intricate and there was a lot of skill went into it but this guy just went and copied it and then said i own that yeah i can see what you're saying there but in terms (laughs) of digital art like i've got a digital art that got made for me that took three or four weeks to get made now i haven't nft it or anything like that i'm only just looking into nfts now because i'm actually quite curious what they're about and stuff like that i don't look at anything in terms of a negative life i know there's downsides to nfts and stuff like that but i think that's from a lack of understanding from my point of view 
Now, NFTs themselves, I see it as an interesting thing in terms of use case, how they have utility. So let's say a NFT in terms of Discord coin, like instead of having Discord Nitro, you have a Discord coin, which is a NFT that you can buy on the blockchain and you could use it for your server or you could use it for your individual self or you can use it to make a new server or something, something like that and it will promote it. And that's utility in terms of having that as an NFT. NFTs in general, there's a lot, a lot of rug pulling, and there's a lot of back, bad actors out there, and the whole space itself just looks like a poisonous mess. I'm not going to disagree with anyone there, but I'm just really curious on this new technology that's coming out and how people are creating this. See, I, I just think, like, don't get me wrong, like, us all here, my whole community, we've all been into Bitcoin mining. We've all done mining, we've all done trading. We've all owned Bitcoin and stuff like that. Um, we've all been there and done it. But the bottom line of it is people making money out of something that's not really there. Yeah. You know, let's get something and make it look like it's real. And then we'll big it up to the point that people want to buy it because they feel like it's like the king's new clothes. That's cool. I'm going to buy some of that. Could make me money. Goes up and down, up and down. The people are skimming off the top. And then you're making a little bit yourself. But what I don't get is in games is like... Because it could be anything digital that you own, isn't it? It's not just artwork. It's anything that could be in game, if I'm right, yeah. isn't it? So it could be that I play a computer game, like say I play Formula One and I get an upgrade for my car and the upgrade for my car is a one-off that they give to me and that'll be an NFT and it'll probably have a price tag, say 10 quid. And then that's one. There's only one of them. So when I'm playing the game 10 years down the line, everyone's like, oh, he's got one from day one. That was 10 quid when he bought it, but now it's worth £500,000 because it was the original skin. That's the way they're going to make the money out of it. Yeah, obviously. That's and obviously there's going to be interest or whatever on this that they take. So you buy this, you get given it playing the game, and then in a year or in a week when you want to sell it to somebody else, you sell it for 10 quid and they take two quid off of you. So they're making money for free from nothing. Yeah. <laughs> that's big corporations that are making yeah, money yeah, that's, way, yeah, that's how it works and has like, been, been doing that for years <laughs> <laughs> there's games themselves are NFTs that are just like only a couple people at a time can own this particular game to play it which I think is quite interesting in a way because it's just like it makes a unique opportunity for someone let's say who wants to make a video on that game who wants to review it you're going to have to find someone who owns the NFT Yeah. so I've got Get a perfect candidate for this now, before you all jump down my throat and everyone starts screaming in the chat and that, everyone tell me their view. <laughs> so you've got Star Citizen. Now, to get into Star Citizen oh, and play no. the game, yeah? I can see it coming. He knows what's coming. <laughs> yeah. So in Star Citizen, if you want to get into the game, you don't buy the game. You have to buy a ship. You're a citizen in the Star Universe world. You buy your first ship. I think the base, the, the smallest ship is 40 quid. Yeah. Once you get that ship, you can actually play the game in real time. You can make more money and you can then buy ships in game with the money you're making. So some ships cost a thousand pound, but you could buy them in real money or you can play the game to buy them. Now, I think this, not in a game that's, if you're in a, getting a game that's fun to play and everyone wants to play it, that's fine. Keep that aside. But if you want to get into a game where, and you want to get into NFTs, I would say a game like Star Citizen that's built just on that, that basis where they, re they release a hundred ships. Yeah. You buy them as an NFT that keeps its value where it goes up or down, yeah? Then they release the next month another 100 ships. The next month another 100 ships. 
and it then becomes a game where you only see so many ships that look like they do and then what happens is you can then send sell and buy your ships on in a real marketplace where the money's going up and down that would be cool like world of warcraft used to be before the inflation where you could buy coins i don't know i've never played world of warcraft world of warcraft oh you mean the um the tokens you mean yeah, like before you could buy gold, like World of Warcraft had like an amazing economy where people would sell accounts with like millions of gold. Oh, that way, out. yeah, but that, that was actually uh, always illegal, right? So I, I played World of Warcraft also for a long time. Uh, you could actually never sell your account legally. So. Oh, really? Well, I'll tell you a game that did have this. Do you remember when Diablo 3 came out? Diablo 3 at the auction house with real yeah, money. Yeah, that had an auction house like a with year real ago, money. So you played yeah. the game, and if you completed the game four times... And so you was really high level, and you just playing a hard level. You'd start getting these like legendary weapons. You'd go in an auction house and sell them for thirty quid, forty quid. So yeah, people yeah, were just yeah. playing and just selling them. Um, I actually thought it was quite cool because I was like, man, I'm gonna sell something. I was selling mine for like three p. <laughs> <laughs> How much time and effort you put into it though to get something like that at end game kind of makes sense because the end game players have put what five hundred hours, a thousand hours. Yeah. Like. Yeah. A a week or two of their life into that game, they might as well get something out of it at the end of it. Yeah, yes. I think they, they took the auction house out like two or three years ago now. Yeah, Claxton says Star Citizen equals trigger for Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Everything well, triggers Grey. I think the problem is when NFTs really become prevalent in games, if that were to ever happen, can you imagine that oh, there'll be will. games... Oh, it will, you, Grey. You, people, will be, well, people will be held hostage for their game. In other words, like, <laughs> I'm, ser I'm serious. If you've got a new GTA, it's going to happen. You watch. Send like, me your, whatever, whatever, I want your coat. You Take your coat and shoes off. <laughs> and I bet you now EA will be the first one to implant it. And the no. one, and I agree. And one thing I agree with Nick is, is that the first game that will probably take advantage of all this will be Star Citizen because it's basically a cash cow that they just rape I don't think it is a cash money. cow. I actually like the way oh, it's done. God, yeah. you can, dude, dude, on, dude man, let's get back to this. You money. are not in a position to talk about it. doesn't game. matter. Here they make go. a no. lot of money. No, Ross, here it. we go. Just listen to this one. Right. So here's right. what's going to happen. Half wait, the wait, ships wait, will wait, get in the game. The other half are going to be NFTs. All right, let's take a vote. Gray's never played the game because he couldn't install it because he didn't know how to install it. It was too complicated no, for him. No, so he gave up. I tried many and I things. think really what it was, he didn't want to install it because he didn't want to realize that it's better than Elite and then be like, ah. But yeah, he doesn't get to say because he's never played the game. He knows nothing about it. He's just regardless going by what the, people say. But regardless of that fact, that their model, the, the model that they had is, is, is a cash cow. It's made to generate a lot of money for them. All games it's are made to generate money. Way. No, not like this. Not the way they're doing. So why do they make them for our fun? And, and they've and they've done this. Before, and the guy that created the game did it. Has done this in the past with other games. Yeah, fair play, Tim. I like you know, the which... idea that you're playing a game where your spaceship is your real spaceship. When you're playing that game here yeah, and you're flying and you see uh, an eight ninety jump fly past you, you fly around it. You start looking at it. You, I will park it in a system. And other ships, will, real people will come and they'll all be looking around it, flying their ships, looking at it, because you don't yeah. see it very often. I agree with them. I'm not taking away from it. Look, people are actually spending the money, so there's people out there that are that are, that are are giving them the well, money. The, but you thing is, it's, it's like, I would say, if two people like something and they're happy to play together with it, but then there's a third person that's like, I don't like that you two like that. That's how I see mm -hmm. this. It's like the third party is you, 
and you're saying it's wrong. No. Not, you're not even going to play the no, game I ever. Didn't, I didn't say it. You're not even going to play the game, it. but you're slating it to the people that I are enjoying it. I never said it was wrong. I never said it was wrong, but I but I don't I just don't like that formula, but I never said it was wrong. And they the people are putting money into it, so more power to them. I, well, I got to know though. Do they have a yet? Look, it's almost like a I can I can it's almost like it's like a sports star. Like somebody like Tom Brady or something like that, right? That is, he can he, he you might not like the guy, and he makes millions. We might not of know the guy. Hundreds, right, or, well, and he Who might make this. Oh my God! Forget it. The point is, I'm saying, and pick any big star that's making multiple, Michael multiple Jackson. millions of dollars. Okay, and there and and people will just if it, and and people will come out and say, well, I don't think that's really nice. This is okay. Well, then don't buy the stuff. And do they stop? No, they just keep buying it. Yeah, but that's my point. So, so we're talking about the game, and you're saying. Oh, it's a cash cow. It's this. It's that. I know it's this, and I know it's that. It is. But you haven't played it to know that. You need to play the game, I'm not and then you'll understand. The I'm not talking about the game and the game. How play. can you say it's all about cash when you've not played because it? Because it don't is. Know. The formula is all no, about it's not. cash. They, That's why they, they actually did it. say they're ju trying to generate as much cash so they can get enough people on it to get the game ready and get sure, it. Which done is why quicker. the game has been going on for eleven the years. The day you play it. it and you like it, I'm gonna slate you. Didn't they replace it like three times the actual game itself, where they had to like tear it down, reconstruct it, tear it down, reconstruct it, and now they're adding like eight K textures to it and stuff like that, which yeah, is so insane. The with that game, it's so advanced, and I really mean it's so advanced. It's called Star Citizen. You're a citizen in space. Every city you go to is like walking around London. Like it's not obviously not as big scale as London. But it's like that in space. You go to one starport. You have to find a train station. You have to read the map. You have to get the train to the right place to get your ship. Once you get in your ship, you've got to learn all the controls. It's everything's realistic. It's t when your ship takes off and flying, it can take time to fly to the next system. So then you can walk around your ship. When you buy, like when you go do trading, you see it in your ship. You can open all the doors and you see all the crates and everything inside your ship. It's amazing. The graphics are amazing. It, you feel like you're really like doing that journey. It's not like it doesn't feel like a game. It feels like you're actually there and you're doing it. But it obviously has that problems. If that which game is... is ever finished, right? I mean, like in 25 years from now, uh, it's gonna They're be not gonna finish it. an they amazing experience. I'm, I'm I'm sure about that one. But it's far from ready. And yeah. last time I read, they needed a roadmap to the roadmap. So that's a bit concerning. No, no. But it's okay. so so it is. It is very far from ready. And that's yeah, why I stopped yeah, playing it, it so far. But the thing is, you like when someone tries to do something so new, everyone wants to slate it. Like when Teslas were coming out, everyone wanted to slate them. But when they actually came out, everyone wants to buy one. And that's my point. This game is in a state where it's designed I for 10 years forward, forward from now. Yeah. And it's 10 years behind at the moment. It's already been out 10 years, but people ain't willing to give it the time and effort to do it and if you go to their roadmap which i know you're all slating the roadmap but if you go to it their roadmap shows you what every single developer's doing he's got Excuse a time me. scale of what he's passed and what he's not he has to write on there if it's going to be late or if he's on time it's got all these different bar charts you can see everything except that they recently uh pulled the the roadmap and made it much more simpler and a lot of the fans yeah they, like they made a roadmap for the they made it they made a big deal about it so they've so now they've already taken out a lot of stuff that they don't show you anymore, what does that tell you? Yeah, but if you look, at again, you're talking about something which you've not looked at. Their roadmap is massive. 
It's got Not hundreds anymore. of veins in it. You didn't read the whole article about this. I can then, check right? it right now and I'll prove you. They they pulled they pulled a lot of stuff off of it now. It's not nearly as detailed as it once was. Yeah, but and that doesn't the mean people that... that are playing the game don't like the idea that what they did. Oh man, I just want you to get in the game so the I can say the day we're all playing it. I'll be like, Great, you're not playing with us. I would you like I said, I would I would love years. if you could merge the two <laughs> games, you'd have one killer game. It'll never happen, but But you won't because they would never could. be able to merge and they're totally different. I'm not the, saying that. The I'm point just saying of if, this if, game in a, in a, is in a... the point of this game is is that you're one person in a galaxy going around doing whatever you want to do, like Elite. But this, you see how you went from Eve to Elite Dangerous, and it went from like 2D flying around sort of thing, and then it went to like 3D where you're in the ship and you're flying around. Yeah. Well, this is the equivalent of now going from Elite to being in that actual space, you know. And Creature said that he didn't like it. But it, I reckon that's because the learning curve is so big. Me and Comic played it for a whole week. We didn't even fly off the, well, off the station. Maybe he didn't like it because he just didn't like it, which is fine. Maybe. But yeah. we're going to take this further. I'm going to make Gray play it. He's free at the moment. We need to play it. <laughs> go, go play it. Here we go. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> doubting what you say. I just, Like I said, I wish, I wish if in a fantasy world you could merge the two and you just have some really killer stuff. Yeah. Hey, look, we might all we might all be saying the hell with all this because we want to play the the uh what is it the Bethesda game Star what is it Star Drift Star um Starfield Ah, there we go. I mean, I we've been waiting for Starfield for years. Star Citizen versus Elite Talk. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> this is the I, first I, again, time we spoke about it. <laughs> this could all be just just hype again, right? But there, but now as we're hearing more and more stuff come out about this this new game is coming is sounding really good. So I don't know. So well, it could maybe, be something that maybe great. You can become the new Nick. I mean, you may just like Star Citizen a hell of a lot when you play it. So. Well, the, the again, the rumors are that it's going to be an, an Elden. I mean, excuse me, a uh, Elder Scrolls type game, but in space. So in other words, oh, like Skyrim, sounds... Sky, like Skyrim in space. So if they actually were able to do what's this? The supposed one? Sky, yes, the Skyrim yeah. in space. I would be on it. I, I I will see. We'll yeah, but see. again, we this, is, this is what I'm saying. Though. He still hasn't played Elden Ring, folks. So I'm just saying. Who me? Because uh, because no, I'm, not gonna, I'm not going to play Elden Ring, and neither is Nick. See, unless he's can I just stop? To. Pause right there. Hans, how much does it annoy you that he's saying that about Elden Ring, but he's not played it? I, I told you that before. He needs to play Elden Ring. Wait, because... wait a minute. Wait a minute. Nick has said the same thing, and he hasn't played it either. So yeah, but he doesn't claim it's, it's uh, yeah. that The Witcher Three is better and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So of course it is. But this is no, what Gray's done. Though. I've noticed this new trend with Gray. He he makes decisions based with no fact. He will go. Well, I've heard that that's crap. So that must be crap. What fact? I watch people play Elden Ring on online. The fact is, Gray is maidenless still. He needs to play the game. Least. <laughs> <laughs> when a game goes down to about twenty bucks, I'll, I'll see. Try at it. least I was smart about it. I put um, uh, I put a community challenge on my stream that if I get uh eighty thousand stream like the three points for watching my stream, you can build them up, and if I get to eighty thousand, I'll do an Elden Ring stream. So I've got three community things on there at the moment. I've got VR in Elite. So if I get to that many points, I've got Elden Ring stream. So you can all come and take the piss out of me dying <laughs> over and over again. And I've got one for Alien. You, is it Alien Isolation? Um, and Ross straight away puts in Elden <laughs> Ring Street. <laughs> Let's go. Let's see the pain. <laughs> and, he can and the play it off my account, so he doesn't even need to pay for it. Yeah, so. and the deal is that I've got to play Elden else Ring put for it like a five-hour stream, and I'm not allowed to, to leave or rage quit. <laughs> over and over again. 
But anyway, just quickly, what I was going to say is the whole thing, though, like you're saying about the Bethesda game, um, whatever it's called, I can't remember what it's called. Starfield. Yeah, Starfield. Starfield. And then Elite and Star Citizen. Out of them games, they're totally different. I feel like Starfield's going to be a fun game to play. I haven't seen a lot about it, but I can imagine it. If it's like Skyrim, it's just fun. It's fun and enjoying to play. It, it can be huge if it's Elite like Dangerous is sort of in the middle. Yeah. But Star Citizen, I've never played a game... And I'm being deadly honest now. Everyone wants to slate it or not. I've never played a game like that where I didn't feel like I was playing a game. I felt like it's the only thing that's immersed me enough to feel like I'm actually doing something in space. Like I, I was really there. The graphics, everything's on point. It's so good. Um, and the thing is, for me personally, I like the fact that you have to buy the ships for real money or you have to save up in game. Because for me, I said that I'll test the game and I bought a £40 ship, the price of a normal game, yeah? Because you don't have to keep paying, pumping money into it. You don't have to do that. Once you've bought that first ship, that's it. The game's yours forever because you can use that ship all the time, yeah? But what they do is they've got a neat little thing where you can go out of the game into your account and you can sell the money. So say I, put, I bought a £40 ship. I can go into the shop on their website and I can be like, oh, right, if I put two quid on here, I can upgrade to the next ship above. If I put a fiver on it, I can upgrade. And you, what you do is you can sell your ship back to them, get exactly what you paid for it back, and then you can put money on to buy another ship. So I can be like, one day I could be like, oh, well, I've got a trade ship. But then it's a bit like an NFT, really, because I'm the money's there's real money attached to that ship. I can't get the money back and put it in my account, like my real bank account, but I can get the money back into their account to change it into something else. And I actually found that I said, I'm going to play this game. I'm never going to put more money in it. I put about 400 quid into it. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Because I, st and it was little, a little, because like, you don't mind losing two quid at a time. So like, yeah. So I'm playing the game and I'm like, oh, I'm in a little tiny fighting ship, like a medium sized ship. And it's like, oh, I could go from this ship to a bigger ship with these special guns on or this mining laser on it. And I can upgrade it. And I look, it's like five quid. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it. So, so I do that and get that ship. I do it all up. Then I'm like, I can actually get to the next one now. And the thing is, I'm I'm not lying. I, I've i had so much enjoyment out of that game that, that I, I want them to take my money. That's what Grey doesn't get. You know when a game's <laughs> like, which, which is... <laughs> wait, 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 but of course the game isn't a cash cow for them. Nah. But if nah. I'm... No, but Nick that's not... 400 and wants to give another Yeah, no, no, you're getting this wrong now. This is what's annoying. This is what's annoying with you is because you're saying it's a cash cow. Cash cow is something that makes you... Want, that make, keeps taking your money, yeah? But not necessarily no, it's when a, I want no, to no, give no, them the it's money. It's not always that. No, no, no. Cash cow is not always that. What it also what it means is it's something that produces a lot of money for you. Yeah, but you're saying it in a bad way, is. though, aren't you? You're trying to... I didn't say it in a bad way. You're trying to make out that it's like it, like a gambling addiction. No, I didn't say... No, I didn't. You're saying Ross, that. Ross, we're back in 2021. saying so. I'm oh. saying that it, it works for them. Well, look, if I... Yeah, but, if I had yeah, but that's the point. It works for them. Yeah, it works for them. But it also works for me because I'm, I'm not lying. All the people that play that game that I spoke to, they say to me, as well as I say to them, I would pay them to get this game done faster mm. because it's that good. It really is that good. You know? No, and this, it's not ready. Is... It's not ready. I, I agree. It's not ready yet. It's You can't play it properly yet. It's not enough in the game to do. There's lots of bugs. You're basically bug testing for them um, and you'll be playing it in early alpha, which if anyone's going to complain about it being broken, don't play a game in early alpha 
because it's going to be broken. You're testing it. Actually, one for 10 years. Yeah. You but the thing by, is, you should know by that. Oh, it's just what really pisses me off, though. Everyone's like, oh, 10 years, 10 years. How do you expect a game with such latest technology and such good graphics and stuff like that? How do you, ex- they're not going to make it overnight. That's true. I expect it to be done like in five years, like a lot of games are. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I want you to play this game so you can play it and then you can come back to me on the next podcast and be like, sorry, Nick, I understand where you're coming from now. I was a bit of a twat. Nah, that, that ain't happening. That ain't happening. No way. Yeah. Forget by the that way, one. by the way, I wanted to point out to our new guy here, Ross. Remember when I told you I said we go off on natural tangents? Yeah. There you go. We went from an Marvel, a Marvel MMO getting canceled, which I never even finished. Zoom into all this other stuff. It's great. Well, but the it. thing is, I wouldn't mind. But you're That's not willing. Makes, hey, no, no. That's what makes our podcast great. Yeah, I but what makes me annoyed is that you're can't. not willing yeah. to actually open your eyes and have a look at it. Yeah. You're all telling me. I did. Me, I did. But you're telling did. me all the bad points, but you're not I only open said to one playing. Thing about the money, for the money form, and I don't agree with. But otherwise, I, I get it. But it's free at the they moment. Can, you can play it. For I free. already know he's gonna hate Elden Ring also because he's made his mind up already. But exactly. It's gonna be the, only, the only reason I may not like Elden Ring is because it's like Dark Souls, which I can't stand. So yeah, but I can't stand Dark Souls. Yeah. But apparently, Elden Ring, yeah, it is pretty harsh for dying. I but can't it's a wait. Nice for you to open play this world. Game. The, the, the when you're doing the missions, you don't have a story and a log and all that. You just go and play the game. You know, you know what I'm gonna do? What's the Elden Ring? Is at 42% now, right? On your, on your. You're gonna play it when I play it. No, no, no. But if it ne- if it doesn't make it quite to 100%, I'm gonna buy the game for you because I want to see you play it. I don't need to play it with hands. <laughs> but what I say is, I'll tell you what we do. I'll tell you what we do. Yeah, because Gray's always on my stream anyway. So what we do is. Yep. When if they get them points up to eighty thousand, we will both we'll play both it at the same the time. We'll sure, play it at the same time. We'll I think start it's it great, and we'll stream great. it, and I'll stream you, yours oh online. Oh my god! Do you I realize summon, you, you can summon each either. other to each other's games, so you can actually play it together if you want. Oh really? Yeah, I'll yeah, 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 there's a, yeah. There's a mod. Yeah, well, that would be so cool. You, you don't oh, need we the mod. Do you can that. do it li- just in game. You don't need the mod for it. Oh, I thought you had to have the mod. No, you can do it. Uh, you don't need the mod for it. There's oh my a four-player mod or something coming out. That's a different thing. Nick, we got to do, do that. We got to do that, Nick. Clapton said, for one, three dollars a month, you can help buy Nick a sticker for, for a big <laughs> ship. <laughs> but that would be so... Uh, you're going to get like a thousand Everyone's subscribers. Everyone's now getting the on the Elden Ring, dropping, dropping the points the, in there. This is this is turned epic now. It's not just you now. Both of us are gonna play right. it. It's telling you're gonna you'll get so many subscribers. It's Commander Creature, <laughs> uh, for anyone's listening, Commander Creature, he's uh, a really good friend of ours that plays elite with us. He's he's part of our BGS team. Uh, he gets involved. He's been he's been pretty much running him with Al at the moment while we've been gone. He's got comments on um on Star Citizen, so I'm gonna read them out. But what I will say before I read out your comments, I haven't read it yet, is you with Star Citizen. You need to give it time and you need to work all the controls out because it's not like Elite. It's proper, doesn't hold your hand at all. Like, it's really hard to, to play until you know what you're doing. When um, he says, I didn't like the feel of it, to be honest. Um, I ran around for an hour trying to figure out how to get my ship and then had to drink water because my guy was thirsty. I don't really care for that much depth. But Grey Gaming 25 should like that the bartenders will actually serve you a drink in Star Citizen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, now. Wait. Wait, I gotta play the game now, just for that. But that's the thing. <laughs> but that's the thing with Star Citizen creature. What I've got to say is, is you do run around when you don't know what you're doing. You run around that world and you look at everything and you don't know what you're doing. Literally, there's buildings all over the place in the future. You can go down alleyways. You can buy. You can go for a market stall and you can buy your clothes off the market stall. 
yeah? You could go through like a hot dog stand. You could buy a hot dog from it and eat it and fill up your food and drink. Now, the food and drink is a bit annoying. I'll give you that. Um, but the whole point is you ha you were supposed to find your way to the train station, get a train to the starport, find your way around the starport, go and press all the buttons on the machine to get your ship set up, and then go to the hangar and get on your ship. It will take you hours and hours and hours to learn. And that's the whole point of this. This is like real life. It's not like Elite Dangerous. You will have to walk all these places. So if you think you're going to jump on your computer for half an hour and you're going to do a couple of missions, that ain't going to happen. It's literally, you've got two hours, you jump on your ship, you get up and then you go and do stuff. You wait 15 minutes on your ship flying um, and that's the way it goes. It's very, very realistic and immersive and it is very fun. When you go and you, you land and you buy your goods, you see them in your ship. You can open all the doors up on your ship and everything. Crazy. Like there's missions where you have to go and load up from, you find, you have to go and find space debris. You pull up in space, there's a ship, it's all blown up and you have to go through the ship hovering around and floating around. You have to pick up the boxes, take them to your ship and actually load them and then come back. It's not like Elite Danger where you just press a button and it fires off a little um, prospect to limp it or whatever. But it's really I, good. I, I think what I've heard about Star Citizen is when you go and buy the hot dogs, they're going to make all the hot dogs NFTs. So... <laughs> <laughs> Every single really... bite. Next time I can't. Next, if I ever see Gray in person, I'm going to buy him a hot dog. And you can imagine. But no, I want. I want an NFT hot dog that I can eat, <laughs> eat virtually. I got you, buddy. I got you. I'll get you an NFT well, hot dog. Yeah, yeah. NFTs are so crazy that you, if you did that, Nick, for all you know, it could be worth millions later on. You yeah. have no idea um, why. Claxon says, "I love Star Citizen." Uh, before I carry on, Clax, just put in what your view on the. Honestly, what your view is on the way you buy the ships and how you upgrade them and stuff like that. Tell me what you think. Um, but he says, but the 10 frames in the cities is tiring. You're meant to enjoy it for its immersive graphics, but the frame rate is against us, uh, against the point. Yeah, now what happened is they actually ended up taking a system out of the thing because they it's it's like their servers are over, like, full up. Uh, Lenny Boy, cheers for that sub. Really appreciate it, man. Um, 14 months. Cheers, dude. Um, yeah, basically... Uh, what was I saying? I just forgot what I was saying because I was uh, looking at this up. Ten frames in the city. All oh, right, yeah. So, so it it is really really nice. It's like photo realistic in the future. And the good thing about it is, say I'm flying my ship here yeah, and I'm in a cockpit, like I would be an elite. Yeah. Say you're flying your ship up to mine and you fly up to a side door or window, and I get out of my seat and I start walking around my ship. You can see me in real time walking around in my ship through the windows. Like, everything's, like, container in container. It's really mad. But the problem they got is the cities are so big and in-depth that the graphics are finding it harder and harder to be able to um, to work. So people now got, like, 3080s and 3080Ti's and you're still getting 10 frames in the city. Like, Jesus. when you load the game up, you're like... like that's robot. why we play Elite. Yeah, but, but no, <laughs> this is my point. You're not giving it the time it needs. It needs to be optimized. It needs to be built. Sure. It's like Elite. When It's like you saying, when they first brought Elite out and had all the problems, oh, they, had a, oh, they, it, they yeah, couldn't was, do it, it in that crap. amount of time. They need a longer amount of time. These yeah. people are taking the time and they're building on it and building on it. And this game will be amazing when it comes out. But 25 thought, years. So you sure. will eat your words at some point, Gray. 
Either way, okay. because when the community start okay, playing Nick, this and you come to play it, problem is I'll be ninety by that time. Nick, we have a serious it. question. Will Grave be alive when the game comes out? So I mean, yeah, no well, well, if, if he's not even gonna make it, he should just hey, stop now. Is, wait, wait. This is great. When when the game is done, he'll be my age and I'll be ninety. It'll, and we'll be and he'll be going like I told you. I told <laughs> you. <it was> gonna... <laughs> I'll come. Um, I'll come get my spaceship and put it on your grave. <laughs> With the rendering of the game itself, uh, I thought Unreal Engine 5 actually had a rendering system that actually helped with that. So depending on where you're looking is depending on what was rendering out in real time. Yeah. Do they not have that system implemented in that? I'm not sure, but it is a bit like that. Using Unreal 5. You face, I don't, I don't you face like not. one direction and the frame no. rate just drops. You they face they, the they other cut their own engine, well. I believe. Yeah, it's too late for them to incorporate Unreal. They, they've been working they on their own, own engine for so long. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus, no wonder it's taking so long. They got a gazillion dollars. They can do that. <laughs> yeah, but it's the most. The thing is, you're knocking it. But for them developers, it's the most um, earning game of all time. Well, part part of the problem, and this is true for Elite too, is the fact that because they're they're bigger games and they had to make their own engines to do it. Now they're kind of stuck because they can't just go like, oh, well, Unreal Five looks great. They can't they, they can't incorporate it. It's too late. And if mm -hmm. they do incorporate it, which they maybe they could, it would cost so much money that they're not going to bother. Which is too bad. Um, speaking though of Unreal Engine Five, if you, you, I'm obviously Ross, you've seen some of the stuff out there that people are doing with it. It looks oh, it looks amazing. Amazing. It looks, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And yeah. the one thing that I, I couldn't believe was I was just messing around on YouTube and I posted it in our gaming chat, and here comes a, a tutorial. It's four hours long on YouTube that will teach you how to do it yourself with Unreal Engine Five from the very beginning with nothing, and to be able to produce. Is that the one where you quality. they do the train station? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't know. Is it okay? Yeah. They so show this guy, whole city, and he shows you. Yeah, yeah. He shows you one day's work. He says, "This is one day of my work," and he starts yeah. off with nothing, blank canvas. And by the end of his like nine to five day job, he's got a. It's a photorealistic train station. But he shows Amazing. you the video at the beginning before he shows you him building it, and it looks like a, a someone's camera, video camera, walking through a train station. And then he goes and goes, "Watch this," and it like time lapses all the way through. It's mad. The, the, ama the amazing thing is just a couple of years ago, there's no way in hell that a regular person like us could buy Unreal Engine 5 and practically create a video game in a few hours. Yeah, there's like, one, there is one small caveat though with, with Unreal Engine 5 at the moment is apparently all the 30 series cards from NVIDIA aren't really that well um, for Unreal Engine 5 at the moment. Is that because they're so, not powerful enough for it? Yeah, it's it's. Uh, yeah, but that's they'll probably solve some of that with software and. Well, that's just technology. Eventually, they ha they're gonna have. But to. this is again, this is like what I'm saying about Star Citizen. Someone's got to take the steps first, and when that first step comes out, so they bring Unreal Engine Five out. Yeah, the power for it. it's not designed for cards now. It's designed for cards in the future. So, but they've got to take that step at some point. They've got to, they've got to move forward, and that's what I'm saying about Star Citizen. They're moving forward. Yeah, it's taken twenty years. I get that. It's long. But if you play the game and you see what they've actually created, you will actually step back and go, actually, I can see exactly why this has taken 10 years because it's so advanced. You put your Witcher 3 next to their graphics and it looks shit. Well, there's more to graphics than just, you know, the game is so much oh, better written just said that. Did he just say that? And he won't even what? play an 8-bit game or 16-bit game. The graphics in Witcher 3 is great. It's, oh, I can't believe it. He's gone back on his word. It's a 10-year-old it's a game and like... look how good it looks. Specialized graphics just for the hair that yeah, used to hair break works. all the cards. 
Yeah, Hairworks. They, that's pretty famous. They, a lot of the games started. But using again, that. what happened with Hairworks? It came out. It was a new bit of technology when it came out, and everybody had to switch it off because the graphics cards couldn't power it. But now, now you put it on the hairs like. I'm not gonna buy a 4080 just to play a game. I'm good. I'm good for a while. <laughs> oh, the 4080s are a bit ridiculous on the price and the, points. And the 4090s, don't forget those. Oh, yeah, the price point plus, need... uh, here we go again Come, about coming uh, July, supposedly. the power wattage that they use. That's insane. So, yeah, yeah, I think we need to move yeah. on. Yeah, please. We've okay. had an argument for an hour. We... That's great. We can get to my second story. Yeah, go to your games, Gray. You play the game. Let's go to the games. <laughs> Everyone's yeah. waiting for Sniper Elite Five, and we're just talking yeah. about a load of crap. You want you want to skip you, you want to skip the articles and go right yeah, to the game, or you want me to say? I tell you what, go to your game, and if we get time, then we'll go back to the other two articles. All right, because the, right. the game's more important to everyone. Yeah. What you've okay, been playing? So a lot of a lot of us have been talking in the in the chat on our Discord. Nick will put our Discord link in any second, and we were doing a game chat, and everybody's been waiting for Sniper Elite Five to come out. Several of our our members are are into the game. Uh, great, and... great. Sorry, one second. Can I just say that I hate that game? I didn't play it yet, but I just really hate it. I and I'm going to be honest. Yeah, before you carry yeah, on. I, I, Nick, I, I really hate it. I'm going to be honest. I don't, I don't, I don't really care as long as I like it. <laughs> no, no, but I actually liked the game when it was like Sniper Elite Two or something, and I played it because yeah. I like to shoot the skeletons out of people. Um, yep. But then I swear, Gray has told us about this game on every podcast I, till now, so I've, I've... I, he's put me off of it. It's good. <laughs> I've been I've been playing the game since Sniper Elite Two, so every time it, it comes out, I I jump right on it. Um, basically, you know, I'll, I'll get more in depth on a, on another uh, podcast. But essentially, I started the game on hard mode. There's only one mode harder than hard than hard mode. I forget what it was called, but it's I like double hard mode. Usually, I usually like to go for the harder mode to make it a challenge. Double so hard mode. But you're back into Carl's story, the the sniper himself, and this is again in the World War II era, which every game has been. But now it's getting towards the end of the war, so it's 1944, and they're going into the campaign in France. Uh, the graphics and the art design are excellent, really, really well done. Um, when you're wandering through daytime, nighttime, or whatever, you really feel like you're you're there. Uh, the kill cam and the X-ray effects, of course, that made them famous are back, um, and and you can tone it down too. There, there one thing I kind of liked is there's so many controls in the game that you can set your options to all kinds of different things. If you don't like the x-ray, you turn it off. If you don't want it happening too often, you lower the amount of times it'll happen. If you like it a lot, you can put it on all the time. I like the x-ray. You know, whatever you want to do. Um, so all that's there so you can change everything around as much as you want. Uh, apparently now, although I, I haven't gotten to this point yet in the game, I've only played a few hours, but he has companions now. And from what I understand, you're going to be able to get the companions involved in your game, have them work with you. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, it always has a lot of high replayability because when you go into a mission, like the mission I'm on right now, there's several ways to accomplish the mission, which I really like about games because why should it be straightforward when you generally can only complete the mission maybe one way? I mean, it gets boring. This one is a variety of different methods you can use. You can go in guns blazing. I wouldn't advise it because it is sniper elite and you're going to get blown away. Um, but you can go stealth, you can go a little harder, you can decide to turn something off instead of blowing something yeah, up. Yeah, see, see, just quickly, we're cutting. See, for me, I actually downloaded the game and deleted it earlier on today. And I downloaded it, <laughs> I watched it for five minutes, and it showed me like an intro. I think it was the intro on Xbox Game Pass. And the mm. reason why I... Because I saw Comic was playing it as well, and everyone was playing it, and everyone's been talking about it. So I was like... 
And if you notice on Twitter, everybody's been getting um, care packages for Sniper Elite with all their bags and stuff like that. And there's been a lot of hype building about it. But I watched this video and it all looked a bit too stealthy for me. I really don't like yep. stealth. Well, remember, when, when, when you started asking about the game, I immediately told you what? That you weren't going to like it. And yeah. Because you're not, you're, not, you're not into that kind but of it's game. More, it's more because if it was just like you're in like a, a nest and you've got your sniper rifle and you're trying to shoot someone and that was that. But it's, it's I feel like this, the, the more the games are coming out, like two, three, four, five, it's more walking around and sneaking around and yes and no. If you if I want to complete the the whole mission by doing nothing but sniping, I would say I could probably accomplish about eighty five percent of that mission by just sniping and not walking much at all. Really? Just going to certain. Oh, you know, that's the whole point of the game. That's what's yeah, great. Yeah, but it looks like it. a whole lot of like creeping up behind people with knives and stuff. You can if you want to, but I could have done the whole mission I'm on right now entirely with my sniper rifle if I wanted to. And hey, I do sometimes. And I also I do have sometimes. a question. Uh, the game, does it have ray tracing? Because this is one of those games that could be very nice with it. Very nice? Very what? I'm sorry? Does it have ray tracing? RTX? I, I, I don't know. I don't think so, but I'm not sure. Because this, this I mean, it does. It looks beautiful. I mean, maybe, so, yeah. I mean the, the shadows and things going on at night, the, the, the graphics really look nice to it. I mean, it gets better every year, you know, obviously. Um, but this is what's what I like about the game. If you, technically, can you do an entire mission by just sniping? It would depend on the mission. The mission, but you can do sniping the majority of the time. It is sniper elite. But here's the here's the consequences though. When what I like about the game is that when you're when you find a position where you're sniping from, if you don't have the proper gun, it makes a noise. You can't just do like some of the modern sniping games where I'll just pop a silencer on, no one's gonna hear me. Yeah, well, it doesn't work that way in this game. You have some guns that are noisier than others. You have some that have silencers that are that are quieter than others, and you have to know what to use because if it makes too loud a sound, they all get on your butt. All the all the all the Germans come after you and find out where you are because they heard you. Then that's what makes it great. So you have to really plan plan what you're going to do and where you're going to shoot from so that they can't hear your gun go off. Otherwise, they, you, they you're found out. Do you think you're going to complete this game? Oh hell yeah! I completed every game, every sniper the game really? I played. I've finished them all. Oh yeah, I'll go through the whole campaign. Man, I feel like Gray's like a silent it'll last gamer. for hours. Like because obviously <laughs> he plays games when I'm in bed at night. Yep, play them at like, night. Whenever you're around, whenever I'm, whenever I'm on a computer, you're normally around with me. And then it's like I complete this game, I completed that game, and I completed this game, and I feel like man, I've completed no games. <laughs> I didn't even played a game. <laughs> I, like, I like a lot of different games. It's cool. But if you're into the sniper type games, if you're into stealth type games, et cetera, et cetera, then it's 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 tremendous. It's a lot of fun. Um, and there's really only two franchises out there that even do games like this. Sniper Elite being probably the best. And then there's Sniper Ghost Warrior, which is awfully good, too. Um, but that's it. But I'm having a blast with it. What I what I really want to do when I'm done with the whole campaign is I keep hearing how great the co-op is in this game. You can have two to four people on co-op. You snipe each other. And I've never, I, yeah, Sniper Elite. And I've never done this before. I want to find out, well, how's that work? And then they have the invasion mode, which I've never heard of, which is cool too. You, if you want, you turn on invasion mode while you're playing the game. And another player can invade the game as you're playing it and go after you and shoot you. And then, you have, to keep, then you have to keep track of two different people, your mission target, as well as this, this invasion dude that came in that wants to wipe you out. 
So I'm not going to do any of those modes until I finish the complete campaign. Then I'm going to go back and try some of this stuff. Uh, Comic Cloud uh, says, played three hours just now. Uh, not a massive fan, but I find it okay. Probably won't carry on. Yeah, because he's not into the games like I am, and some people are. So obviously the, the franchise has done very well over the years, so yeah. you're doing something right. Uh, Claxon says, I like the grey, loves this game, but I don't really uh, do the military games, only if orcs and trolls are involved. <laughs> <laughs> so what they should do is make a mod where everybody looks like an orc or a troll. Ah, I'm into it now. <laughs> well, uh, great those invasions that you're talking about right yeah it's about the same as you can do in Elden ring just a comparison now so <laughs> you can I mean, I, to, to, get, to be fair some of the stuff that i've heard about Elden ring i think i would love to experience but when you come up against a boss where you're just gonna have to fight him 900 times I, i'm not into that it well, depends on Elden you ring. <laughs> yeah it depends also on your planning as well what i've seen of Elden ring is like you could start off the game and not pick up anything and still complete the game, or you could be really tactical with it and get the best items. And you have like a set path where you can actually do like a your own research. Like, what do I need to beat this boss? Can I do it dual dual wielded? Sure. Can I do it with magic? Can I do it with this? Can I do it with that? Well, a lot of games do that, but but I hear that even regardless of that, it's still pretty tough. You're still going to be in. You're still going to lose a lot. Oh, yeah, definitely. And, it's all right, about and patterns. I'm, I'm, I'm into have fun in the game. I'm not into losing 100 times. Sorry. That's the same thing happening <laughs> with me. I'm going to have a little button. I'm going to have a little button called God Mode. Click, and then I go fight the boss, and then I go click, turn it off, and go back to the rest if, of the game. If you do that, you're going to get banned from online play because you can't turn off online. So. No, no, no. Right. I w well, I wouldn't do it online. I would just do the mod. Yeah, you can't. I mean, there's, there's no option to turn off online. Oh, really? really? If you uh, do it, that, I'll tell you what. That's a thing in the past, ain't it? Playing a game offline. What do we do? Yeah, yeah that, 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 I don't like that. I don't like that way they're doing going with that. Back on the, the live service game. Actually, there is one way to play offline. Then you need to start the game. Instead of starting game from Steam, you need to start the game from... Uh, you need to move your mic away a little bit. Sorry? You need to just move your, your mic Your mic is popping. Can we hear you? I love Go the ahead. way when I say that to him, he moves it extremely slowly. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's for dramatic. Go ahead, you're saying. What was I saying? You can oh, you yeah. can play Elden Ring uh, offline. He speaks like speak up, we can't hear you. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, you you can't play Elden Ring offline, but instead of starting from Steam, you need to start it from your folder, the Elden Ring XE uh file. XE file? Oh really? And then you can play offline. So See? Because there's there's a way to do it. There you go. I'm good. I'll do that and pop my guy mode on. I'm I great. feel like, I don't know if anyone else is the same, um, but I feel like games that are not single player anymore, like uh, Fallout, I liked that game as a single player. I liked to, mm -hmm. to play that game offline on my own and have no one around. I don't even go online. No one sees me. I can get in the dark, play the game, feel like I'm just playing a game on my own, chilling. Um, yeah. And these games sort of take that away. Um, Charles D says, um, can you invade friends or is it random? Um, from from what I understand, you can invade you can invade anybody you want. But so can friends you pick or your friends? I don't know exactly because I haven't played the mode. I can't answer it one hundred percent. But I do know that you can invade most anyone that at random you'll have invasion. You just turn the mode on, someone's gonna decide to invade you. So do you not get stressed uh, I, with that the same as you would in uh, Dark Souls? Or, I, I, I don't know because I have I have well again I haven't played that mode. Once I finish the campaign, I'm gonna try it and see what it's like. It could be really great. I don't know. Yeah, I'm really curious about the co-op mode because I'm trying to think if you're having four people, let's say max, 
so you're going to do the mission with four people? It would be way too easy. So I'm not really sure if I if I understand the co-op mode. I don't want to say it's good or bad because I haven't tried it yet. But it just seems weird awesome, because, like, you know, with four people, you're going to mow down that mission, like, easily. No, because they'll probably make the diff. What most games do like that is every time someone else increases it. So if... Difficulty level. If the level. second person I, I comes it. in a quarter, they go quarter harder difficulty. If the next person comes in, it goes another quarter harder. If you get four people, you've got full team in that game, then it's on four times difficulty. The only thing that I think would be cool in that game, again, I'll see when we when I do it, but it would you would be able to coordinate between your guys. So you could have two snipers, uh, one guy that runs and guns, another guy that goes and One guy that runs away. Behind, and one guy that runs away, exactly. He says, <laughs> run away, run away. <laughs> Just flee like a Monty, it'll be like a Monty Python. That's not yeah, what we need the guy with the coconuts behind. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> As they run. <laughs> it was like the whole song they did in the Python thing. Was it Sir Robin? Yeah, Sir Robin runs away, runs away. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't. No, I don't. <laughs> Elder right. Ring has a power-up where you basically impel yourself with a sword and you become more stronger. So there's that as well. How does oh, that work? Oh, great. I love that. I, yeah. I always wanted. I always wanted to get into a game where I kill my character repeatedly, kill him, kill myself, <laughs> just so I can get stronger. Hmm. What's wrong with that picture? <laughs> uh, have you got more to say about Sniper Elite Five? No, good. You're I'll good. let you know when we get into the good stuff. You know, when we get right, into if the other, anyone the plays league. it, feel free to drop your comments on the Discord and let us know what you think. And yep. if or if, if Gray said anything we'll... wrong, point him out because he's <laughs> done us in the Star Citizen today. <laughs> I'm coming up with NF, NFT for Sniper Elite. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. I can't do that. Uh, right, Ross, I believe you've been playing Halo Infinite. Yeah, Season 2 has just dropped, and uh, it's really fun at the moment. Uh, what I love about Halo Infinite is they have the Season Pass, so basically you have a progressive path to get more items like cosmetics and stuff like that. So what games normally do with the Season Pass is it's like once that season is over, that Season Pass is now gone. But what Halo Infinite does different is if you haven't completed the first season pass, you still get to keep it and you can you can go for it in your leisure. So when season two's just came out, I have the opportunity to change between season two and season one pass. Oh, right. uh, once Yeah, once I get season one pass up to 100 percent, I'll go over to season two pass and then start working on that. I took a quite a big break from Halo Infinite on season one and there was quite a few items I missed out on because of that. But I'm quite happy with this because it means like I haven't paid money for something I'm not going to get. No matter what, I'm going to get it eventually. Yeah, but don't you feel the reason why they have a season for like, say, three months and you get three months to get to the top is because at the top of it, say like Fortnite, at the top, they'll have progressive uh, outfits going through. And then when you get to like the, the level 50 or whatever it is at the end, you get like a really high end one, like a gold plated super one with all lights and the bells and whistles on it. But the thing is, if you've got forever to do the seasons, everyone's going to have them. There's not going to be nothing special about them. Yeah, everyone's going to have them, but not everyone's going to um, spend the time on particular seasons. They might get to a point where they want a particular item and they're just like, all right, I'm done with that. And again, not everyone's going to buy the season pass. There was a huge, huge, huge issue in season one with the season pass, uh, with the XP grind that it took. So people estimated that you would have to play at least a month worth of multiplayer online to get enough XP to basically get up to a level 100. Yeah. And it's hours and i mean like a month solid of non-stop playing Sounds which is a, a ridiculous like, amount um, of time what was that game super grind nah the star wars one 
where they worked out if you want to get all of the one-off people, you have to play it for like 30 years solid. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, what was Christ. it? EA, what is it? EA, what was it? What, what? It was yeah, the... well, they, by Battlefront. 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 <laughs> yeah, I remember. Re I remember reading the article. If you wanted to get yeah, every special character, thousands of hours to to complete crazy. all of those things. So it's now. That's that's a, if they simply just made NFTs out of them, you could have bought them the hell. Exactly. Of them. If they made NFTs out of them, it would have been all fine. But uh, yeah, what I like with Halo Infinite is they actually listen to the community, and I don't think it's actually the developers' fault. I think it's more of a company side thing, mm. where the the developers themselves on Twitter, when this all this controversy was happening, it's like we wish we could change this. Make sure your voices are heard. So basically, complain to the company, and they'll do something about it if there's enough backlash. Luckily, now it's a bit easier to get XP, but it's still not perfect. It's like these achievement on there, complete a battle pass. Only 0.6% of people have actually completed that achievement because of how difficult it was to actually complete the battle pass. <laughs> I have to ask you a question, though, about Halo Infinite. And I don't play the game. You're the expert. Uh, but when it first came out, I was reading that people were not all that happy when it first came out. Because of the, basically... All the different skins and stuff like that making that kind of Fortnite in terms of like, oh, there's all these different cosmetics that you can buy, and it's like they're stuck behind paywalls, not stuck behind challenges and stuff like that. But it's the same issue from Halo 5 Guardians before it, where there was lots of cosmetics that you could purchase, but not many cosmetics that you could earn. And the whole complaint with the Halo community is like, people don't like the fact that you have to paid to get these cosmetics they're not changing the gameplay so i don't mind them that much but i do understand the upset with it uh also the running aspect in halo infinite as well people still didn't like that they kept sprinting the game which i know sounds weird for any other modern game but yeah. the halo community themselves have a thing with like sprint with master chief so they didn't implement it till halo reach which was a sprint ability that you could get equipped to your armor now in halo 4 they've made it so it was just an inherent ability that ran out Halo 5 Guardians, they went way over the top to where you could run forever, but the downside if you were sprinting, if you get shot at, your shield would not regenerate because obviously the jets on the back of your armor is making you a sprint. But then you could also do wall slams, uh, ground pounds and stuff like that. In Halo Infinite, they've kind of done like a happy medium where you say you can actually still sprint, but it's only 6% faster than walking so you can use different tactics and people who want to like walk and shoot instead of turning the stick they do kind of strafe shooting it makes it easier for them to do that okay hmm. um uh, one of our people trevor trevor wanted to know that he said do the new seasons come out every six months and if, um, and if they do he's saying that's way too long at no, the moment that people are desperate for the uh, the content content mm. content i don't know Content, yes, content. I don't know how yeah, I don't know. The content. How do I not know that I don't know that I don't know about not knowing? I know. How do you not know about not knowing about not knowing about not knowing? <laughs> is that the wood? Is that the wood check that chucks oh, the wood? Oh, here we go. <laughs> I wish I never bothered. <laughs> so anyway, so what is it? Every six months or no? Uh, at the moment, season two has got an estimated date of 160 days. So yeah, about six months. Uh, but another thing with Season 2 that they've just released, which they've announced, is Forge Mode, which is amazingly big for Halo Infinite, because it means people can actually go into Halo Infinite itself, use all the assets to create their own maps, so they'll have a blank slate, yeah. and they can create okay. whatever maps they want. 
So back in the Halo Reach days, they had Forge mode and they had these massive worlds where people create these custom online maps where anyone can go and download and play with friends. Like um, Infection was one where basically you'll start off with a team of six, one zombie. The zombie will come at people from all different angles and there's all different types of maps. Like there was four maps. There was maps where basically there was one zombie chasing you throughout the whole map, but there's different obstacles in the way, different death balls. And it's just going to be... It's going to bring a lot more creativity and a lot more fun to Halo Infinite now. They've added in Forge mode, but also what they're going to be adding in soon, hopefully, is basically land multiplayer where you can have split screen because they're talking about adding multiplayer into the campaign because the campaign is actually single player at the moment, which I actually quite enjoy in terms of like not having any multiplayer into it. But at the same time, people would like the aspect of playing Halo with their friends on the campaign um there's there's one thing you brought up and i don't know how you the rest of you guys feel but when you started telling me about how they could go in there and make their own maps that amazes me because you used to be able to do that in a bunch of games and they've like taken that away from everything all the games out there like far cry was the best far cry 3 and 4 you had a a great community that went in there and made their own maps and they had some great stuff and it was, and it, it made the game playable forever because so many maps would come out. And then it just they go, oh, we're taking it away we for Far Cry Five, gone. And then that's it. And so I don't see this anymore. So when you said that, that's that sounds odd. I mean, I like it, but it, it doesn't happen anymore. See, there's a couple of Xbox games that are bringing back map creation, like Forza and Forza Five. <clears throat> They're two games at the moment that have got map creation. But I know what you're saying with many shooter games nowadays. There's not much map creation as there is. It's mainly mods. It's not actually mm. the uh, studio themselves saying, have fun, have at it. See, <clears throat> I think if Call of Duty was to do something like this in terms of their zombie map mode and have people so they have like a clear slate and they can create their own custom zombie maps in Call of Duty, it would bring a lot of life to that game. Yeah, yeah. They reason... loved the zombies, didn't they? Yeah, I never see what a, such a good thing about it was. It was just the it was just the idea that there's numbers in terms of like mowing down horde after horde after horde of zombies. Yeah. You felt a little bit like a badass, and then you you had strategies in terms of like how you're gonna move between this horde, make sure you don't get killed by them, make sure you can like train them properly, make sure you can like maneuver around them properly yeah. as well. Um, just quickly and before it, it goes off screen, uh, Charlotte D says, um, wonder if they'll ever have a battle royale mode. Would you like to see that? No, no? Halo. In- no, see what they had in Halo Five Guardians is they had Warzone, which was kind of like a battle royale but better because it was like fifteen people, two opposing teams. There was uh there was AIs in there, basically mobs you could fight. Like there was covenants. There was forerunner enemies that you could attack for extra bonus points. And that, to me, seems like a much more stable thing than a Battle Royale in Halo Infinite. Because Halo Infinite was meant to be a sandbox game. It's never meant to be a Battle Royale game. Yes, I know with the new tools and stuff they've added to it, like the grappling hook and different vehicles, but at the moment, the vehicle options they've got are way too limited to get a Battle Royale um, in terms of like what you can fly around as well is way too limited. The guns... They're more for mid-range than high range. They would have to add a couple of the old weapons back to get more high ranges. And the whole idea of like dropping into a zone, I don't know how they'll even do it, to be honest, to create like a battle royale mode. 
you would have to drop into a zone with nothing. Do you drop in a zone with a pre-loadout? If you have a pre-loadout, then you go back to the old days of people complaining about having loadouts. Oh, that's unfair. You're so, always going to get people that complain about everything you do. Oh, sure. Yeah, true. But it's like... Never but like I'm that. saying about what if... Don't imagine the Halo you're playing right now. Don't imagine it in that. Imagine someone created a new game with all the assets of that world. So it all looks like that all fits. But it's a Battle Royale brand newly made for Halo. If it's brand, if it's 100% built to be a Battle Royale yeah, that's and not what I'm just saying. shoved in there, yeah, that'd be amazing to see. It'd bring a lot more fans to the Halo So it'd community. be like an Apex sort of game. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that would work out because they could bring uh, a lot more weapons. They could bring in like ships, different Covenant ships, different human ships different weapons like that. Uh, the railgun is one of the weapons that I 100% miss from the old Halo games. They'll be able to bring that back easily because the range of that was infinite. And like, if you got some good trick shots on that, it felt so good. Yeah. See, Halo, I'm going to be honest. I haven't played Halo since the Xbox 360 days. I can't even remember. I can't even remember what it was like. Like it was that long oh. ago. And I, I, I was saying on the last podcast, and this might offend you, is that, I feel like Halo's kind of done and a bit in the past because you've got all these yeah. new games coming out and it's like, it's all the people that used to play Halo which is still wanting to play Halo but new players don't really pick it up. That's how I feel. I won't disagree with you there but in terms of Halo Infinite, the reason they made the whole Halo Infinite uh, multiplayer online free, it's just completely yeah. free to download, anyone can download it, is to bring new people into it. Now, the transaction bits old Halo players don't like, but it's one of the things with, if you want players to like earn cosmetics and stuff, they can have that. You don't have to do anything with cosmetics, actually. If you just want to keep your character playing bog standard, you can. There's yeah. no problem with that. Uh, but people are griping about that because obviously they're going to gripe about that. But I know what you're saying in terms of like Halo being done because Halo yeah. was meant to be a episodic of like the story of Master Chief. You are the character Master Chief and going for that. Halo 4 and 5 had a lot of negative reactions in the community just because of how they ended the story in a way and then restarted it, uh, which in Halo Infinite, they kind of fix it and it leaves up a world of possibilities, an infinite world of possibilities, might you say. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's funny because there's like four, four or five people have said that they haven't played it since Xbox as well. Um, but Charles you... D says, um, uh, the new campaign has a really nice open world that could lend itself nicely to the battle royale, I think. Yeah, if it if they did it based off the open world in Halo Infinite, the campaign, I think yeah, it could help it out. But again, I don't. There's not enough weapons and there's not enough vehicles in there to yeah. justify it because it's like the teams. But I, are too I'm thinking far more away. if they was creating it around that, if you know what I mean. Yeah, so. if they was creating around it, perfect. It'd be perfect for that moment. And if they were to add like a 20 gig update where it's like here's. 10 new weapons are all on range and here's five new vehicles which will help you get around the map quicker yeah. and here's all like here's the upgrades so they bring in like a war zone system where yeah. it's like here's the upgraded grappling hook that will help you move faster and stuff like that yeah. just to help the game so it doesn't feel like you're 10 miles away and you spend like five minutes of your game trying to find someone and then you instantly die and then it's like oh i'm over yeah that's five train minutes trev he brings up a good point. So he says the uh, Halo TV show is much better than the game. Now, my <laughs> point is not just to agree with him or disagree with him on that. But obviously Halo, mm. it, it's been a very old game. It's been around for a long time. The TV oh, yeah, show, around. lots of people are saying it's really good. Firstly, what's your view 
on the TV show versus the game. Secondly, do you think it all ties well together? Your overview, go on, go for it. You're looking a bit puzzled, like, oh, I don't know where he's going to go with this. All he's got to say is Star which... Citizen. Now, do you know which timeline they're using in the, the TV series? Yeah, I know what timeline they're using. They're not using any timeline because right. they've no, created their own separate world. I haven't seen it yet, so that's why I'm asking. <laughs> so it's not yeah, based talking... directly off the game, then? It's not based off the game. No. It's not based off the books. It's not based off anything. They it's basically a TV program a with a title. Co- yeah, yeah. And they took complete creative liberties because they made Master Chief have sex. Uh, in terms of <laughs> like... No. But it was like, good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the problem with that I have is, one, in all the stories, in all the games and stuff like that, Master Chief goes through like a chemical castration, in a sense, when he gets turned into a super soldier, where he gets his bones basically replaced with polycarbonate, so his bones are indestructible, his muscles are like ramped up, but this surgery wasn't like he's part of generation two spartan so this was before they knew all the technology and stuff like that so it's very dangerous and there's like what was it 80 percent mortality rate of all the other spartans so like 60 of them survived out of 160 and uh yeah the, the tv series i i haven't watched it but the, what i've seen of it they've took a lot of creative liberties and with me being a huge fan of the books i've literally listened to every single one there's so many things they could have done better. But I will admit, the fight scenes are goddamn dope. The fight scenes are amazing. Goddamn, the fight scenes are cool. Really? But are they good? <laughs> yeah, they're pretty goddamn good. I will admit that. The armor I'm upset with because they could have done a lot better job on the armor because there's cosplayers who I've seen who's had better armor. There's people at Insomnia where I met Eunuch who had better armor than what they've had on the Halo TV series. And there's actually a whole community that they could have gone to which I spend all the time literally just making Halo armor. And by the way, if you want to hear Ross talk more about that, tune in Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> he had to do it, didn't he? He had to plug that in. Everyone on Sunday, it's Gray. Gray's taken over. Um, I think he's took over because I haven't been around for a week. No, and Gray's here. Well, this is well, this is a podcast, so we're this is going to be just a Discord thing. Do you know what? I honestly believe, yeah. Like I'm I'm here streaming every day, and then I'm doing other bits and pieces. We're doing the live nights. Uh, we're doing the uh, Red Dwarf. We're doing the game at night and a podcast. And then all of a sudden this week, I'm like, I'm well busy. So I'm like, I just disappear. No one sees me for a week. Gray's like, ooh, what buttons can I press? <laughs> <laughs> I had to fill the void. <laughs> have to fill the void of everything. <laughs> and for a while, it's, like, you know, it's like there's a big red button there, Gray. Big red one right there. Do not, whatever happens, do not press that button. You I- can imagine him. I actually had a tech. I had a, I actually text uh, Nick on my phone every once in a while. I said, Nick, are you, are you still there? Are you okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it was, yeah, I'm just busy. It was my birthday, man. I was I know, 40, no, 41. 41. 41. 41, Nick. You don't look day over 30. Man, 41. Look at this. This dyed beard. <laughs> <laughs> 41. He's catching up to me. Well, like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Gray's getting younger. You're like Benjamin Button, and I'm going past you. <laughs> Imagine being Benjamin Button in real life. That'd be a horrible existence, just seeing everyone you know grow old as you grow older. I think it'd be much worse when you actually started looking at going back to where you came from. Oh, yeah, that could be a problem. On your own mum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
got in. It's like, uh oh. He's <laughs> like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you turn into an amoeba at the end, but Caroline, one. step into the light. <laughs> at least in the movie, he kind of forgets at the age of four what he was, so he kind of doesn't know what he was before. Which well, is fair. Yeah. Seriously, I mean. Oh yeah, sorry. Spoiler up for anyone. Else <laughs> oh, there goes that. Uh... Right, if you just want to go no, back no. five minutes, and there's a spoiler. <laughs> yeah, right. just put, just just mask that part. And, uh, you know. <laughs> right, are you all good? Halo's all done. Is there anything you want to uh, finish off with, or are you all good? Well, what I finish off with is Halo Infinite. I feel has a lot to bring to the world, and I think it's going to be a cool couple seasons playing this. For the next year or two, I'm going to be playing Halo Infinite on twitch.tv forward slash Rosslight. So if you want to go and check that out, <laughs> go and check that out. Nice. All you got to do is go to the streamer zone on our Discord and you'll see Ross in there. Yeah. So basically, if you're in the Discord, and there's the link, or you can just go to extremepcuk.co.uk, uh, Ross is in our stream team now. Uh, so it's one link for all. So all you got to do is literally... Um, I'm just going to get it up so I can tell you because I don't know. Go to twitch.tv forward slash team forward slash extreme PC UK. And that doubled because I opened it. <laughs> it's a very <laughs> extreme team. So you heard it twice. Yeah. Right. Yes, we're very extreme. Let's move on. Um, Hans, have you been playing any games or not? All I did was Elden Ring New Game Plus and I died several hundred of times. So yeah. All right. So we're dropping you out from that one. And he liked every time he died. Right. If anybody has got any questions they'd like to get in or any subjects they'd want us to talk about, it could be anything. It doesn't have to be about gaming. It could be anything. It could be about Gray's haircut. It could be about Han's background. What hair? Oh, okay. <laughs> Never mind. Oh. Oh, yeah. um, put them in now. And what we'll do... Um, uh, Trainspotting Trev says, uh, Extreme Peace UK, where's our Discord dedicated invite link? Um, I haven't updated it on the button yet because I don't know what happens when we run out of nitros. And if they cancel our... our private address then none of and my buttons will. will work so i'm gonna see what happens obviously once they give the link surely that link must always work i i wouldn't put it past them that it won't after you drop a night show <laughs> like oh we're sorry i'll just send them a letter next time i try and partner and say well i was using my link but you turned it off so that's why we're not growing so it's all on you i mean if you think about it why wouldn't they do that as soon as you lose the link you're gonna be going i lost the link why well, you just got to put in another five bucks or ten bucks a month. <laughs> you can have it back. Just, like, oh, you just okay. need to buy our NFTs, you say. Oh, oh my God. Give me an NFT. He's like the new NFT, man. Discord <laughs> NFT. Here it is. That's like my initials. My initials NST. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, let's move on. Uh, first, I'm going to say about the community. Anyone put your questions in now. Uh, so we've got Entertainment Talk Event. This is hosted by none other than our own in-house Grey Gamer 25, May the 29th, 8pm UK. Uh, then we've got a social night on Saturday the 4th of June. Um, is that... Right. Is the Jubilee and everything finished by then? It is, isn't it? What Jubilee? Do you realise it's the Queen's like Platinum Jubilee over here? Dude, so, when I make these dates, you're supposed to tell me this stuff. I don't know what so you're going on So basically, there's a double bank holiday coming up. So I think it's on the 3rd, 2nd and 3rd. I don't know the dates and crap. But basically, the whole of England's just going to turn into one big party for four days. Well, then the, then the US people have a fun and social, and you guys can go do whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, but you'll have a social. We'll turn up drunk, all right? But we'll be all, all, all mashed up. 
Well, I, I trust you to tell me that if the date is still good. If it's not, we'll move it to another I date. I can't tell you because I don't know what date it is because I'm crap. Uh, it's, if it's on the 4th, that's a Saturday. Uh, the Jubilee yeah. is on the 2nd and 3rd. Yeah, so it's on, oh, the Thursday, it's on the Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Ah, okay. Yeah, it, it won't be over then. It'll be during the Jubilee. Ah oh, man, so we're going to have to change up all this stuff. Okay, yeah, we'll, Saturday's make it like we'll, the, we'll figure it out. Saturday's like one of the main, <laughs> main days. So basically, it's for like the Queen being the Queen for, I think, is it 50 years? Or 70 years? I think it's like no, 60 it's years long. now. Yeah, 60, right? Is no, it 60 years? I, I don't know. Long, I'm man. so pants. All right, well. we'll but have it's to well cool because I live, my house is literally a couple of miles from Windsor Castle. And basically, you should see it's gone so patriotic. There's, there's, there's Union Jacks everywhere, every high street where I live. There's Everything's going mad. And I'm actually meant to be going camping and I've actually cancelled it so that I can go to this Jubilee because that you're never going to see this kind of party again. No, it's going to be mad. It's going to be insane how patriotic yeah. everyone's going to They must raining. have had one 10 years ago, right? Monarch. They had one at the 50th, too. So now they have another one at the 60th. And... Yeah. Who knows, man? The way but she's, she's going, she'll be around the next for the one, 70th. Is she? Like 70 uh, years on the or something? Isn't it like that's something? I don't know. So here's something I heard from someone, which is a bit morbid, but it's really funny when you think of it. So on the, Queen's <laughs> on the Queen's 100th birthday... We get a week off, right? Do we? And yeah, when she turns a hundred, we get a week off. Who said that? Everybody gets a week off. Um, this is what I've heard. Apparently, not us, Ray. Not us. apparently, everyone in the UK gets mm. like a week off for the Queen's hundredth birthday. Now, when the Queen dies, there's going to be a two-week mourning period. So, if she times it right, we, we get could three weeks off. Three, week off, three weeks off. <laughs> we ain't getting no week off. <laughs> Everyone's so skinty. They'll be like, can I have double time and I'll come in? Now, yeah. that, that that is morbid and funny at the same time. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I get it. Uh, so White says 70 years. <laughs> Trev says 75. Uh, then Trev says, uh, keep social night, man. Don't let Lizzie ruin our night. <laughs> I won't read the exactly. next bit out. <laughs> oh man! Oh no! Yeah, I don't know. Ray regretting his U.S. independence. <laughs> well, and, and for our UKers, we'll go ahead. We'll change the date. We'll let you know. Yeah. Join, join the Discord. Check it out. We'll tell you. Creature says, uh, you "Isn't go. Biden getting close to 100? Maybe we'll get a week Ain't... off too." Nobody, but he looks like it. <laughs> he looks like it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right, let's get on with these questions. So, Cider Bob sent us a couple of questions in. Um, I haven't even read them yet, so if there's any research needing, I ain't done it. Um... Nah, no research. <laughs> They're easy. Hans okay. is going to answer both of them. I'll read them out. Oh, so it yeah. works. I'll read them out, and then we'll all talk about what we are gonna, what we think. So, Cider Bob's first one is, uh, what is your most cherished gaming collectible, and what's his value? That's got to go to Hans first, hasn't it? That's, that's why, what I was saying. Why does everyone look at me, so... You're the one well, that's obviously right there over your shoulder. The tells you right everything there. in the front. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. No. Seriously. So the most expensive one probably is gonna be this one. Hope you can all see it. Earthbound. Earthbound. Complete. Super Nintendo. Earthbound. I'm gonna have this one VG graded soon, so it's gonna be worth a lot more. Uh, now in this state, should be worth about 2k. Really? Where'd you live? Uh, uh, nowhere. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And my personal favorite, maybe this will bring back a lot of memories for a lot of people, is this one. Monkey Island. I hated Monkey that game. Island, the original one, and here's something 
that you might all remember, Nick, especially you. Yeah, boy, look with the... Ah, look at that. <laughs> Did you ever put the little tape over the top and then record over them? Uh, not this one, no. <laughs> the the you got to turn Hans up because everybody's saying they can't hear him, Nick. Oh, they can't hear him? Yeah, they can't hear him because he's so low. He uh, is low compared to say us. Say something, my side. Say something. I'm saying something again, like the pirate wheel that I Yeah, have so he's got to turn himself up a bit. Let me turn him up through here. Uh, yeah, because he can't do it. Right, say something now. Okay, again. So even the pirate wheel is still in here, so you can actually dial the pirate it. wheel? Yeah, there's a bunch of phone numbers on here, and... Really? More for real pirates? For real pirates, right? You just dial them up and they come pirates, to your house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're saying your mic's far too way, but uh, far away. But I made him move it away because he kept farting down it. So, are you saying you're a real pirate? Arr, I'm a real pirate. Arr. I hope. <laughs> and if you all want to make a donation to get him a mic, just do it here on our Discord. <laughs> um, do you lot over in the US, do you get um, Speak Like a Pirate Day? Um, I don't know if it's called Speak Like a Pirate Day, but What's we had it called, something then? like that. I don't know. I don't think there's a special day for it, per se. Yeah, so but... over here, some offices, what they do, they have Speak Like a Pirate Day, and everybody has to talk in a pirate voice for the whole day. Oh, oh boy. That should be interesting. That's funny, though, isn't it? Oh, hard air, Billy. <laughs> oh, you're part of my game. crew. There's one right. game people might remember, by the way. Oh. Magic Maniac Mash. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Right, it's pretty fresh. He's got some fresh boxes, isn't he? No, it's just in mint condition, so I actually take care of my stuff. Do you? Do you now, do you keep the box? <laughs> well, that's those some boxes? kind of a dig. <laughs> <laughs> Innocent dig for no reason. Do you? Bitch. <laughs> so, no, but do you keep those boxes like in like uh, hermetically sealed bags or something? And then uh, you take some them of them, out? yeah. Like, take for example, I probably can't see it, but. This is Chrono Trigger on the Super Nintendo. There's like a sleeve onto it. Yeah. Did you did you notice his daughter came in ten minutes ago? Yeah. He just pushed her randomly out of the frame. But that but, he's, but then boxes behind him. He wouldn't do that with one of them. Uh, that's <laughs> fake said, news. Uh, you are fake news. Oh, Trev said, said that Ross's. I'll favorite turn his volume back down. <laughs> yes, I've got a bored ape. That's that's what I've got. I definitely have a ball that no. Uh, I've only just recently got into NFTs. No, my favorite collectible at the moment. Um, I've got lots of Pokemon cards. I've got a lot of expensive Pokemon cards. I have a lot of expensive Yu-Gi-Oh cards. If we don't mind, wait, uh, wait, Ross, wait, wait. Do, you? Do, you, do you have the I'm first Charizard? Twenty-five. You have the first Charizard? No, but my one of my good friends has a 1980, 1998, uh, not shade, uh, not Shadow, Shadowless Charizard, which is worth about twelve grand. Really? Yeah. yeah. Some of those cards are insanely expensive. Again, I mean, making money out of something card. that's not worth anything. Yeah. My most expensive Black card I've got at the moment Electors. is it's Big Fat Rainbow Pikachu. Really? Which is worth? About, well, if it's PSA graded, you can be looking in the range of 600 to $700, which is about 400 to £500. Wow. Not See, bad. Uh, Tell me you have two or three of those. No, but I do have a. Um, I also have another card here that's worth about 130 quid at the moment, just raw, which is ungraded. Uh, which is wait a minute. Let me just grab these real quick. So a lot of shiny cardboard, which I'm now oh. disappearing because of it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone took them from you. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Uh, but no, my most um favorite item that I actually have in my room at the moment is my. 
limited edition Halo Infinite Xbox that cost me £620, which is oh, wow. probably going the resale value on it is probably like a grand and a half at the moment because it's limited edition Xbox Series X and you can't really get them anywhere at the moment. It's like the Halo controller is about £300 at the moment or £250, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Right, for me, like Creature just said, I've got quite a few things um, here, um, but my best one, I'm going to have to go over there. Gray, talk about your one, why I set my one up. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I, I The only thing I have that's worth a few dollars, and Hans is the only one that told me this because I didn't know, I have an unboxed, still sealed uh, StarCraft uh, yeah. game. And I, I knew, I knew it could be worth a couple dollars, but then all of a sudden Hans looked at it. Well, it's worth about five hundred. I'm going like, seriously? Probably even more now. So. Yeah. So uh, and it looks, it's all sealed. It's never been opened. I bought it years it ago and it's it? never, never Great. opened. It. How about this one for you? No. Oh yeah, that's worth about ten <laughs> yeah, bucks. Yeah, Cyberpunk. Bucks. Let's go. <laughs> ten bucks. So let You're me give you a bit of backstory, Ross. So Cyberpunk came out. Gray did what he does best: slates it before having a look into it. And what yeah. happened is he got major no. backlash. He was like, the game is just mediocre. And we got loads of people complaining and having a go at him. I also think it's But in the end, I was vindicated. Yeah, there's a difference. Um, I was vindicated in the end because it was crap. So It's a lot better now. Uh, the game, well, it's yeah, like okay, no how long? No that, since, you know, how long yeah, but pay? No Land Sky was apparently supposed to be crap. But then they just continued oh, yeah. working Very on it. True. Like, it can come back. I believe Cyberpunk can come back because Keanu Reeves is breathtaking, and I I, I believe. Whoa, whoa, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Keanu Reeves is what yeah. breathtaking in the game. I haven't seen Listen, that, that I, clip. I I I want to say right up front, and, and you'll hear this again on Sunday. Um, Keanu Reeves is, is is like two different people. Uh, on a personal side, he's a fantastic go, person. Yeah. Gives lots of money away to charity. I mean, he's he's a wonderful human being, right? But as far as acting. He is, dude. He is not the greatest actor you've ever seen. I mean, he just no, flat out is. I, I will agree with you. Has this turned into entertainment actor. night with Gray? He brought up Keanu Reeves and said, "Well, he was great," and I'm going, like, "No, no, he's not great." No, no, I didn't say he was great. I said he's breathtaking. Yeah, have you haven't you seen the clip, uh, Gray, about breathtaking? There's a clip about breathtaking. Yeah, you probably yeah, missed no. it. So. Mm, no, I don't think so. Mwah. Beautiful. Right. So I changed my camera so I can show everybody. Uh, what my one is. There he is. And it's worth quite a bit of money. So I've got this. I don't know if you can Second, see him. Was... He's called Larry. Mm. He's probably about three feet high. So you can see he's higher than desk there. Look. So there's my desk and that's how high Larry is. That's a solid resin alien. Yeah. That's from oh, the 1950s or 60s or whatever it is. When, when was Roswell? 50s, late 50s, early 60s. Yes, yeah, so I think it might be like 65. A guy made these out of resin, they're hand-painted, and they're lamps. And you can tell by the plug and all that on it, it's so old. Um, and the thing is absolutely solid. Gorm, was you going to say something? No, no, there's oh. a fly. I'm trying to kill it. Oh, right, it. I thought you was going nuts. <laughs> I was going to say something. I thought you was going nuts there for a second, looking all around the place. <laughs> no, I thought you just put your hand up. Like, you say it's something. so annoying. <laughs> I thought he was amazed um, by something. Uh, Roswell like, was oh, in 1947, just saying. Yeah, so it's like the 50s oh, okay. or 60s, yeah, the guy made these. Um, and I've said the story before. This was in my friend's front room for ages. And then when I, got, I didn't speak to him for ages. And then when I spoke to him, it was in the front room. I said, you still got that? He's like, yeah, I, don't, I ain't got a heart to throw it away. My mom wants to throw it away. I was like, look, I'll have it. I love it. Um, so he gave it to me 
anyway, it's been here. I've probably had it for 10 years plus. Um, and they were worth quite a lot of money. Um, there's, there was like a German guy, I think, that made them. And they're worth a lot of money. And I've got like, mine's in perfect condition. Um, so I don't know. It's, it's, it's what worth. Are they, what are they worth? Have you gone on like eBay to find out or something? Uh, the last time I looked was probably about six years ago. And I think they were like 350 quid. Um, but obviously. Worth, worth more now. Yeah, it's probably worth a lot more now. But it's something I love. I love aliens. And so I love, I call him Larry. And what I used to do is, if the kids wouldn't go to bed, I'd say, I'll tell Larry and he'll come down and get you in the night. And my kids were like scared of him. <laughs> but, um, kept, kept him in, in control. Yeah, but other than that, like that's probably my most expensive one. Um, but let me uh, carry on talking. What I'll do is I'll grab one of my other ones over from behind. Because on the, on the wall behind, I've got quite a few different bits. Like there's a lot of rare stuff like um, there's graphics cards, there's, there's original motherboards, like extreme motherboards. Uh, I've got some rare bits from Asus and stuff like that. But my one of my favorite ones is this, and I'll tell you the story of it. Um, that also kind of leads in sort of to the next question Sorry. he asked too, which is interesting. So this Go is, uh, and obviously you know one of my favorite games of all time is Fallout, yeah? Yep. Yep. Fallout beer. Oh, nice. Yeah, ah, there I you go. Exactly <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh-oh. He's, whoa, got whoa, his he's got one too. That was from. Uh, we're all getting. Insomnia, we're all getting. That was from Insomnia Sixty, Fallout Beer. Well, they had it on the, uh, on the pub quiz tables everywhere. Yeah. Oh right. So I never knew that's where it Whoa. came from. All I know is a few people got sent them, and what actually happened is I was going to Twitch London, um, and my friend said, "Yeah, I've got loads of these beers. Um, if you want one, I'll bring it down." So I was like, "Yeah, yeah wicked." I stole mine. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, "Wicked." So I took it down to Twitch London. We're outside. He's like, here, put this in your bag. So he gave me like two of these um, with the beer in it, it's unsealed. And so I put it in my bag. And as I was walking into Twitch London, they were like, you can't bring that in. That's an offensive weapon. I was like, look, dude, <laughs> it's a fallout beer. No one going to break this. And, and it was just normal security guard. And he was like, I can't let you in here with a glass bottle. And I was like, look, he's like, just put it on the floor there and collect it on the way out. I was like, what do you mean? There's, there's a 500 people behind me and they've all seen it. If I put it down there, someone's just going to nick it. And he's like, it's just a glass bottle, dude. Why is anyone going to nick your glass bottle? I was like, <laughs> it's Fallout, man. It's a Fallout beer. <laughs> and he was like, nah, it's not coming in. So I put it down. It was gone in two <laughs> seconds. <laughs> oh, that sucks. So my friend Luckily. turned up and he was like, uh, the next time I was there, I said they took it. So then the next time I was at the show, he said, look, I'll tell you what. Um, I've got a few of them at home. I'll bring you another one. So he brought me it and I was like, yes. But that's nice. something you can't actually... They don't make them, so it's really cool to have something like that, you know? People are looking up stuff on eBay for you, Nick. Uh, Charles says it looks like $150 on eBay. What, for Larry? For Larry? Or, send or me for a, a ship. Because there's, or... there's loads of, like, um, copied ones that look crap, but it's all about the detail and about being, like, um, having the, the bits that it's got on it. Um, well, it's also the the fact that you like it a lot. So that piece of too. glass is probably worth over 150 quid, and it? it's like a solid round glass ball. So they're saying your Star Citizen ship is definitely worth more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the Star Citizen ship that is pretty cool. <laughs> oh, that's great! Creature goes, I got a Coke with my name on it. I know they <laughs> they did that years ago, where they just put all these names. You had to go searching around for your name. My name's in a Coke bottle. Ooh. I'll tell you what, I've I have got, got which is really cool. Up. I've got extreme PC UK Nike Air Maxes in custom pink. What? Okay. That's dope. Yeah. So they're proper custom made. 
they're reflective shiny pink all of them and because my colors is 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 bright pink and baby blue they're all bright pink they've got extreme piece uk and blue across the tongues and then they've got all the night ticks are in blue he's got a custom t-shirt right i think we need to move on anyway um the next question from cider bob is worth at least five bucks what's your uh dream collectible but is unattainable Ah, something uh, you want, but you're never going to get more than Pikachu likely. Pikachu il- Illustrator. PSA 10. Really? Yeah. That Look up how hard. much that is. But do you That's want it just because it's expensive? I'll, I'll take your word for it. How, how much is it? You mean it's worth... graded, right? Is that the one that's a million pound? No, it's five million. Five yeah. million. Oh my God, for one card? Mm-hmm. Holy smokes. It, <laughs> it's one of one in the world, but it's only PSA graded at 10. And t- like that's the... Like, if you're a Pokemon collector, that's, like, the pinnacle of the pinnacle of collecting any card. Doesn't that not you make would... you just not want to bother collecting because you're never wow. going to get that card? Like, I don't think what that negatively. I just think in the future, if I ever want to get it, I can see it whenever I want. But if I ever own it, it's going to be awesome to own. And it's a pipe dream of mine later down the line with my content creation and stuff like that, when maybe one day I can kind of blag my way into holding it <laughs> for a video <laughs> or something. Hey, at least you got your life goal settled, so don't worry yeah. about what, it. See, you know what they could do, though, with a $5 million pound house? Actually, I agree with Nick here. I would buy a $5 million pound house also. <laughs> Think about it, though. What they could do with it is if you go there and you see the card, right, they'll charge you like a few thousand dollars just so you can hold it up for one second. It's like, okay, oh, that's it. Oh, that would be me. That would be me. It'd be like, here's the really five million pound card. It'd be pristine condition. It'd be perfect. And I'd be like, hmm. Yeah, no. But what, they, but what they don't tell you, though, is they have about five armed guards all pointing guns. How much is it worth as you, now? As soon as you five try to quid. bend the card, you're done. It's, a, it's sealed in a plastic case, so you can't get at it. Ah, it's like, comic Nick would smash it for money on the stream. I'm pretty sure of it. Uh, comic Clown is a really good it. one. He says, I've got a credit card with my missus' name on it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good card. Yeah, that's to me, get. but I'm the opposite way around. All right, uh, Dr. Death said something funny. He says, Pokemon is rigged if you can't catch them all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's well, right. Good one, Dr. Death. You can't catch them all, just not legally. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, okay. So, what is. Great, you go first. What is it you would like to have, which you can't have? I, I, Cyberpunk. Yeah, right. I, mean, I don't even. I was going to say one just yeah. then, but it was really bad. Like, that was a really bad cuss. Gray would have got the up with it. I don't know. I, I don't, it would be so hard to think of what what that would be. I couldn't even. I couldn't even think of what it would be. A I mean, radio. Oh, uh, maybe like maybe the very first uh, Star Trek Enterprise that was built for the original series, the, the mm. very first one. They only have a couple of them. One's at the Smithsonian Institute. And I don't know where the other one or two is, but that would be cool. This thing's huge too. It's about it's really big. That's the thing when but it gets having, so big though. They waste space. Yeah, but the, being the first of the first couple that were ever made would be worth a lot of money. That'd be cool. Gone hands. What about you? Well, there's actually two things. One would be the original Castlevania game on the Commodore 64. Okay. Which which is not unobtainable, but I really don't want to pay like a thousand euros for uh, for a game that. And the second one would be the first print of the Lord of the Rings books. Oh, okay, yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, pretty but cool. they're also pretty damn expensive. So. Do you know what? Is that is that the token? Yeah. 
So I had um, an original the one. The original of them. first print ones. Eh? So. Yeah, but I had an original one of them, and it was about this big, and it just it really looked like a really yeah. old book. Um, and I think it just got thrown in the bin. Goodbye, Nick. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I'm not even joking. I'm not even joking because then I remember getting it in my house, and my mum and dad had no interest in it. It was passed down through my granddad, or, or I don't know even how old it was. It might not have been, but it was really. It was like. It's, I remember just being there and I used to look through the pictures because they had a couple of like, they're called plates, aren't they, in old books? And it had a couple of them in it. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't remember what happened to it or where it went. So it oh, must how have just many, got chucked. How many stories have we, we've read in the papers and stuff where somebody had like a collection of, of comics from like the 40s, 50s, 60s that are worth so much money now and their mom just threw them all out into the garbage? Yeah, well, I've, I've, I've done remember it happening. I was doing removals a little while because I helped my friends out sometimes doing some removals and that. And they'd done a house clearance. And this house was untouched for 10 years because the lady died 10 years ago. Her grandson was just getting rid of everything. He had someone come in and value stuff. But in the corner room, there was all the books. And there was loads of china and stuff like that. Anyway, um, all my people I was working with, they didn't care because I was getting paid. So they just throwing it all into rugs, folding them up and throwing them in the tipper van to go to the tip. And there was all these really old books. And like I picked them up. And I've got a Charles Dickens first edition, which is valued at five grand. <laughs> Ooh, let's well, go. You know, uh, Nick, they threw uh, it away. There's a TV program here called Richer Than You Think. I'm not really sure if it's in the UK also, but there was this one, yeah, this one guy, and he found a painting on the attic because his grandmother died or something, and they went to, uh, to, to the auction house to say, how much is this worth and stuff? I said, wait a minute. We need to check this a bit further. It turned out to be one of the original lost uh, Rubens paintings, which is uh, is very famous here in, yeah. in Belgium, Netherlands, which was worth actually a few millions. And wow. behind yeah. behind that painting, there were all the sketches from that same guy. Oh man! Insane to see. So. Yeah, it's crazy, wow. man. It's crazy. Yeah. It is, yeah. I hope they sold it right away. Uh, Ross, <laughs> yeah, what would you what would you like? Oh, you said you started, didn't you? You said the Pokemon card. Yeah. yeah, but there's also yeah. other things I would love to have. I would like my my dream goal is to become part of Halo in some way, shape, or form. So if that's a character, well, you've got the armor piece, I've got the hat on. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but you want to be an NFT, the... don't you? Your picture in Halo. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's like it. That. <laughs> uh, just like, like... Halo <laughs> NFT. Um, it's an original. No, if I could like get in contact with the Halo people at all, anything like that, and just, like, my dream thing to do would just go around the studios for, like, a day or two and just see everywhere that they created it and just see the creation process and stuff like that. You'd now probably wait, get there what, and realise it's really boring. What would you rather do, though? <laughs> go there. Wait a minute now. Go there, or they invited you to star in the next Halo TV episode. Ooh. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Stay, away from, <laughs> Stay away from the TV episodes, dude. See, that's a dilemma for you. That's a dilemma. <laughs> I, w- I would do it. I would go in there because it is Halo. It is connected to them, but I would not. I would like it only 90% as much. <laughs> and, and, well, yeah, but listen, you'd be on the TV show, right? And you get, and you get to personally interact with Master Chief during the episode. I wouldn't turn it down. I'll be like, <laughs> yes. I'll be like, yes, right away. Any opportunity. I'm, I'm, even, even I don't like the series 100%, I like the opportunity. And it'd be amazing just to go out and see all the people who, who have created this series. I can just see um, you coming back and going like, that armor really is shit. <laughs> just quickly, because we're running out of time and we've got a couple other bits to go through. Claxon uh, put oh. a question in ages ago saying, what have you sunk huge numbers of hours in and then regretted it? World of Warcraft. 
Warframe. Warframe. I don't yeah, know what Warframe. I put lots of I don't of have any. Yeah, I don't have any either. I don't like that many hours unless I'm serious. I'm, so. I'm pretty... Uh, I suss it out before I actually go and do this stuff. So exactly, like, me too. Anything I've put a lot of hours into is because I've genuinely really wanted to. Um, I can't think of a game that I've put hours in and not really wanted to afterwards. Right. I still me really too. love all the games that I put a lot of hours into. So not really wasted for me. Um, is there any more questions that we have? I'm just running down the list. Wait, wait, a Rick, look. I do have something you would like and want. Oh God. <laughs> oh, that looks nice. Uh, is that what the edition. original? It has a disc, though, right? Does it have the discs or no discs? It has discs, I think. Oh, that'd Ooh. be worth a few uh, bucks. And it, there's even a map in there, Gray. Oh, oh I got a map. Oh, oh you got stickers. Yeah, and I used stickers, to have them stickers. Yeah. Witcher stickers. It's kind of it's kind of like the when you get the bubble gum in the pack of cards. If you don't open it and the gum is still in there, it's worth a lot of money. Yeah, that's watched, what I kind of miss. I watched a video of a guy with the garbage pail kids. He had the garbage yeah. pail kids uh, cards, money. and he was like, "I've got an original packs here. I'm going to open them on live, um, and I'm going to eat the gum." And he got them out and he ate the gum, and it was like. It was all like disintegrating <laughs> in his mouth. And he was like, oh. and he's like, he's spitting out everywhere. It's all coming out in little bits where it's all gone all horrible over the years. Mm, lovely, lovely, but lovely. Garbage Pal Kids, right. man, they're pretty cool. Yeah, what I've seen about games nowadays is like they don't add in extras. Like with old games, you used to get like sometimes you might get like a um, poster you could put on the wall or something like custom yeah. you can get like stickers or you'll get like extra code card or you get like two days worth of xbox games gold pass for a day or two free with the game or yeah. a cd in the pack with the magazine yeah <laughs> it's just the little way. things that you... <laughs> now it's just yeah. like completely empty you open up all it is is the disc is there now even the disc is getting faded out right well, they have well, a box with the disc more than that is you pay five pound or six pound for a magazine that don't come with nothing <laughs> exactly uh, where's the days of the tree of knowledge gone <laughs> that's why i told that's why i told hans he's got to start a museum man just charge people to come and see the last of the boxed games. Trev says, isn't there a World War II guy on YouTube that eats stuff from decades ago? Oh, Probably. God. It would surprise me. It's quite uh, funny because when I done awful. that house clearance, yeah, we found um, two cans of tinned peaches. And they they were like all from like, they looked like from the 1950s or 40s or whatever. And they were all out, like, a bit rusty and they were all out of shape. Anyway, I took them and I got home and I was like, should we eat them? Because anything in the can, I don't know if you know this, you can eat anything in the can cold and you can it never goes off anything in the can. And so we was like, should we open them and eat them? And it's quite funny because we was all like, well, maybe when we get back from the shops, we'll eat them. And like, we was all looking at me and my kids and that. And they look really old. And then we walk around the Tesco's and there's all the can section. And then what happens? We see the cans of these peaches. And it's just that their design on the tins and original design. Oh, <laughs> they're they're only like six months old. Oh. <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> that sounds peachy. Yeah. Uh, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Shell says there's a whole TV show called Eating, Eating History. Seriously? <laughs> oh, my God. I'm going to have to go find this show. That's that's the goofiest thing I ever heard. Can you imagine? Yes, I have a caviar here from 1941. Would you like to eat it? Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Like, yeah, okay. But Botulism, anybody? Guess what, everyone? <laughs> That brings oh, us wait. to the end. We've been talking for over two hours. Like we usually do. 
<laughs> How's it been for you, Ross? I've loved every moment of this, especially the Star Citizen argument. I was here just like, welcome yeah. to the group. <laughs> People are going to be downloading You'll this in here. By, the, by the thousands. But no, uh, let us like... know what everyone thinks of Ross. Uh, Ross, you're more than welcome to come back on. We've got a little crew together and you're more than welcome to be part of the crew. Um, I think you fit in very well uh, and it's been pretty cool. And basically, yeah, if you want to come back, uh, let us know. Um, we've yeah, definitely. Yeah. We've probably got about eight podcasters now, so between us all, we've got enough people to get on. And the good thing with Discord is now, I used to have to do all the windows and all, the, all these camera shots individually, but now I can have many people jumping in and out, and the cameras will just correct themselves as we go. Oh, yeah. So that's Great. all good. Um, I'd like to say a massive thank you for everybody that subs uh, to me, whether it's Discord, Twitch, or whatever. Really do appreciate it. Um, check out our uh, new stream team, and it's just Twitch, Twitch TV forward slash team forward slash Extreme Peace UK. And you can see anyone in our community going live. If anybody wants to join up to our stream team, there's an application. You just need to come in Discord and ask me and I'll send it over to you. Um, and then you can apply. It doesn't mean everybody's going to get it. There are certain rules where we do need to feel like people are part of the community. Um, and apart from that, that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, are you not going to be in Discord for a minute or are you all going off? I can pop here for a minute or two. What about you, Gray? I'll stay in a minute. And, too, sure. All right, everybody's yeah, gonna see. be everybody's gonna be in the room, so we'll jump into like um, the lobby room or whatever. And apart from that, cheers, everyone. I really do appreciate it. Cheers, Ross, for coming on, and everybody else. And I'll see you all on the next one. Cheers, everyone. Bye bye. I'm gonna bye. do a raid. I'm gonna try and do a raid, but it never works recently. So <laughs> I'll try it. We're gonna go silent now. Cheers, everybody. Stick for the raid. You get the points, and we'll see you on the next one. Bye bye. Bye. Oi.